Alrighty, now that Brian said it's puto time. Uh, this week on... I mean, it didn't make the cut, so it's not going to be on the recording, but just to let everybody know, that's how we actually started this show. Uh, I watch Widows, a lot of fighting game news, and Randall's known as Collateral Beauty. This and more on this week's episode. <laughs> We are here at the Athy on the ADLR podcast, episode seventy-eight. No, 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 we're we're at the ADLR podcast. Yeah, in cyberspace, where that's where we're at. You can just take a left on pornography and then a right at um <laughs> indecency, and then you make it right into ADLR podcast. <laughs> just make sure you don't back up into the shit show. <laughs> I actually recommend you running full force through it. That's the only way you'll survive. I'm trying to. I gotta close this countdown. I don't, don't need pretzel music's done. Ooh, I'm joined by the very tired Randall over there yawning up a storm. I don't know hey, why man. I'm tired. Got a, or even if he's I had a rough tired. week on plenty of fish. Yeah, dude, he's been running through those fishes like it's nothing. What is it? Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish is like a dating app, like Tinder. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you didn't deny it. Lit. Brian's here. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then we got Kelsey down there doing his thing. What's up? Uh, All right. That's our trash introduction. I'm Anthony, obviously, the host. Who? I've never met you before in my life. I thought your government name was Adler. That's crazy. It is, actually. I'm going to get. I need to. Oh, you just reminded me I don't have my wallet. I think this year I got to renew my license. And mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can just tell them just type in Adler. ADLR, dude. Make That's my legal name. Make your middle name just not. Okay, uh, so this is the. the it has. Yeah. Did I tell you that story? No. All right. What? There was no, a co. Story? There was like a coworker that worked with my mother back when she was in um, AT and T, and he for some singular singular wireless who turned into AT and T. Anyway. We went to, she brought us to work one one day for, well, I don't know, I forgot what, what the reason was, but it was one of the coworkers just called me Tony the Shovel. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, and forever I knew him as the guy who called me Tony the Shovel. I forgot his name, but that's it. I, I don't know who, why you, the first thing you tell a child is, your name is this now. No, I gave you my name, my mother's giving you my name, but Tony the Shovel's with sticks? Yeah. Fuck off. Oh man, if he's listening to this, awesome. Tell your friends to listen. Um, Mask, why are you giving us some bass tracks, Brian? Because they're common. It's going to be one of those episodes. Patreon.com slash ADLR plays for all. uh... Oh, the light just came on over there. It just took my attention. Uh, To support the show, the channel, the whatever, the me, the all of us. Not really all of us, but. uh, You can go to. What do I still have? Extra life to com on there. Because you're a noob, brah. You can go to www.idlrplays.com for the one-stop shop. All my content even has links to the Patreon that I mentioned above, a link to Extra Life, which the proceeds go to Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children, which reminds me, I do need an RSVP there. They offered me like a a tour around the hospital to see what all our contributions have been doing. I got to you know, give them a, yeah, I'll go. Run the hospital, they're on a Palmer hospital. 
Mm-hmm. Which hospital? The Arnold Palmer Hospital. For children. <laughs> oh, you thought I wasn't going to remember the heck? Oh, my God. What am I doing? One of those episodes. It's going to be a laid-back episode. We just There's dead air. Randall's just on his phone. I'm not on my phone. <laughs> I'm not saying now, Randall, but it's going to be one of those episodes where I look back <laughs> to ask you something, and you're going to be on your phone. Why are you always on your phone, Randall? I don't know. Get emails. You say get emails? I said I get emails. That's why he's on the phone. That's still, yeah. Yeah, I actually am on my phone most of the time looking at emails rather than uh, Instagram. I'm not saying I'm not on Instagram, but most of the time I'm I'm looking at emails. Janiana in the chat is asking, how else will he see the booty? I mean, those are just facts. (laughs) Yeah. I had no Instagram added an email feature. Randall, you know emails can wait, right? That's not like a like a phone call, right? Yeah, I know. <clears throat> anyway. I just like to see it on top of it. You gotta oh, oh, I forget. And as you've seen before, I can forget. And next thing you know, my thing says, you have 3,264 messages. Randall, you can stare at your Instagram for so long, you forget that other things are happening around you. Like, there was one time you were watching... Instagram, and then you looked up and you were just watching pornography. I don't know what happened. But... <laughs> Whatever, man. That was your doing. I don't know why you did that. We and Brian would just try to watch a fighting game. Oh, uh, okay. And you're uh, over here right. putting pornography on screen. Right. Yeah. Like he just had a bus right then and there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you couldn't have waited. <sighs> moving along. What, what are you moving along? What are you, the host? The heck? You better try again. Yeah, we are moving on, though. Um, <laughs> What happened? This weekend we came back from a gender reveal for our cut from our in West Palm, from our cousin got a got a announced that she's having a blue a blue baby a boy blue baby a blue baby <laughs> she's family with of, of Gamora so does it come out singing blue dabba dee dabba die Gamora's green I know that but what's her name is blue because she's like cyber blue who Nebula oh, uh, Nebula's blue Nebula oh. yeah. Ooh, Randall thought I wasn't prepared for that. Prepare for what? The SmackDown. So you weren't prepared. Uh, I was when you said blue. I was thinking about the Navi. I wasn't even thinking about Guardians. What a pervert! Did that movie so perverted? Okay. <laughs> what are we at here, Randall? I think you're the yeah. You you did some recent stuff here. You went to go see Bad Boys over the weekend. While we're out here. Saying yes to Yvette going to spend some time with her. You're like, you know what? I'm working. And by working, I mean watching Bad Boys for Life. Well, I wanted to go see Bad Boys on Friday, like right after you guys left. That's crazy. That means you could have been know? in the car. I could have went. No, because I worked Saturday and Sunday. All right, Randall. The only way you would be excused is if you had 1917 on that list, and you don't. <laughs> you had an entire fucking weekend to yourself and not a single to time. work. I just said I work Saturday and Sunday. Dude, he had to he had to, you know, uh entertain his guests. What is he talking about? I told about? him I, I I want nothing but sexy parties while I'm gone. Exactly. So I Well, you gonna be disappointed. I don't know. He's found some collateral beauties. Take it away. <laughs> I mean, he said he just led you in. He went for. I he, thought we were talking about bad boys. He got. He was done with bad boys. 
Take it away. Randall, bad boys. Come on. All right. I'm, I'm trying to, I mean, I'm waiting for you. You're the host. I don't know if you want me to talk about bad boys or collateral. I want beauty. to talk about his love life and all let's, the like, sexy let's... women that he's uh, touching booties. So, let's... bad boys so was good. Go. It was actually good. Even though it came out in January, like I mentioned in the last part or previous podcast, um, it was good. It was really good. I actually thought about going to see it again. Randall, I swear to God, if you go watch Bad Boys fucking for life before you go see 1917, <laughs> we gonna have some problems. It was good, man. Yo, I'm I, Brian. That t- can you put that title alert under my name? Oh, yeah, hold on. Thanks. Just that, as <laughs> as a bullet point at this point because that's ridiculous. How you haven't even seen the movie? I've seen two other Bad Boys movies, Randall. So. They were done by Michael Bay. This wasn't done by Michael Bay. Okay. Brent's hiding under your shit. Tightening, tightening Anthony up, dude. Anyway. Right, go ahead. So what makes this one, what sets this one apart? Uh, a lot of plot twists. A oh, lot of like okay. um, WTF moments. I, what are I W? I'm going to be honest. I don't really know what you could, what you could do as a plot twist. Two bad boys for life. Gotta be totally honest here. Yeah, like it was. You know what? Let's just move on to something else because is Martin Lawrence a girl? Clearly, you guys are gonna trash the movie even though you didn't see it. So let's just move on to collateral beauty. I'm not trashing the movie. I'm waiting for you. You got a lot to say for something you haven't seen. Yeah, it's called riffing. That's the first thing I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the pent up anger he has against you. I don't have anger. Saying. It's just like you want me to tell you what I think of the movie, and then it's just roast movie. Like, I mean, because Randall, that trailer told me to roast that movie. Go what? ahead, though. He said, he said he got angry, but that's a whole revolver in his left hand. So it is. Look. <laughs> but yeah, it was sealed again. It was pl- uh, a lot of plot twists. Um. I think two major ones that I didn't even see coming. They're good boys. <laughs> so Collateral Beauty was about Will Smith's character had a, a tra- uh, Yo, really dramatic. I don't, I, I don't care. Back to Bad Boys for Life, though. I'm, I'm not a- doing this, man. Yeah, you are doing it. Are you going to let me finish? I, I am letting you finish. So oh, it was, uh, what was I saying? You I said it was, a plot, my place. it was a plot twist that even you didn't see coming. Yeah, two major plot twists that I didn't see coming. Um, the best way to explain it without telling details is that <clears throat> if you remember from the previous movie, Martin Lawrence's character, Marcus, is trying to retire. Yeah. So um, they, are this, they are at a point where he's pretty much done he's like hanging it up his daughter is you remember the dude um that showed up to, to take his daughter out yeah mm-hmm. and they did that whole bit at the door or whatever to scare him yeah so <laughs> she is up getting pregnant by him and they end up um, having shit. a baby further okay. in the movie she ends up marrying him though so it's you know it was cool but uh <laughs> something really bad happens early on in the movie like i would say within the first act and that sets the pacing for the rest of them. Like it, it shows you how real it is because it's like one of those situations where even though they are they are the two main antagonists of the movie, it's like you don't know which road they're going to take because it's certain things that happen. I'm just going to say people are getting taken out. Okay. People you wouldn't expect to be getting taken out. 
Randall, the only two people that are that that will surprise me that are getting taken out is the two main characters. Now, I would be pretty surprised if the wife got taken out and if the captain got taken out. Really? I, I'm not gonna say anything. Really, what? Because <laughs> like right. the what? Who are the the other two? The um, it's the, the Wusog, like the Wusog captain. captain. And that's all yeah, I care. Yeah, yeah. Like from those two movies, I'm like, okay, those that guy was all right. And then the and then Martin and Will. After that, I don't care about it. I don't remember caring about anyone else. Isn't Gabrielle Union in one of those? I think she was he, in the second. One. I think it was his sister. Yeah, that's Marcus's sister. Which they they mention her in a movie, but she's not in the movie. Or or. <laughs> The woman from the first one comes back and she just gets blown away. No, she's not in it. Woman from the first Do you understand what I'm saying here? Like the two people that you should that you know are Will and Martin. So if anyone else dies, it's like, okay. Unless within the first two acts you they make they introduce a character and you're like, yo, lit. I I, I mess what is it, Brian? I fuck with them heavy. And then they end up getting taken out. Not any more emphasis on heavy. Morpheus and Neo just show up suddenly, and then they're dead. They're getting taken out. <laughs> I don't know why Neo and Morpheus are showing up. <laughs> what are you so upset for, man? Randall. I'm not upset. I'm just waiting for you to finish. You see, you see this dead air? That's where we're finished. We continue. Oh, man. I keep forgetting where I left off it. People are getting taken out left and right because something big happens. It sets the pace. Oh, so yeah. Um, I mean, that's basically the. I, I can't talk about major plot points, so that's basically the gist of it. Okay, that's fine. The, like the what happens in the movie is shocking. Okay, how's the action? They have like big. Set the action pieces? was really good. Like um, Uncharted levels? Are we the, talking Transformer levels? Like what are we talking? Michael Bay didn't do it, so it they could still be tra- Michael Bay levels of. Nah, it wasn't. Pieces. It wasn't. It wasn't ridiculous like that. Like All random right. explosions for no reason. It was. It was none of that. If Michael Bay didn't do it, it was good. Oh snap! <laughs> nah, he didn't do it. Right. Um, the action was good. The fight choreography was good. The the car chase scenes were good. Um, so it was a solid action movie. Yeah, it was good. Like. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot, and it was fu- it was really funny. That was gonna be my next question: see if they had, if their jokes, yeah, carried over like grace, like aged gracefully. Are they still making the same type of jokes? No, nah, they make it on new jokes. Okay, like there's no like the same running gag being reused for this uh-uh. one. Got it. That's good. Because you were mentioning, oh, the guy, the kid at the door. I'm like, did he do another Uncle Will? No, nah, he had a they had a, he had a small part. It was yeah. just basically. Um, him in the hospital with his daughter because she was having a baby. Yeah. And then the next scene was with um it wasn't back to back, but it was the next the next time you see him is when he's marrying his daughter. Okay. And then that that's the only time you see them in the movie. Okay. Gonna be honest, I'm kinda surprised he's still alive. Yeah, after that threat or well, he's still in the picture. Like after that threat. That's funny because they mentioned that in the movie. That, yeah, I'm sure that's self work. It would be like, yo, if some guy's waving a gun at me at your door, I'm like, fam, they say ain't gonna be worth it. You know what I'm saying? What's What's funny is that I guess he went into the military because he had um a military uniform on. Oh, okay, then that makes sense. Now he's not afraid of the gun because now he can use a gun. He still looked pretty. <laughs> af- 
afraid. But... It was just the way you said that. It was all I could think of was, "Nah, man, he's just playing a playing a part." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't actually go into the military. He's just dressed up for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I recommend it. I I thought it was good. You guys might was it, may or may not. Was it, I don't know. Was it more enjoyable than Hobbs and Shaw or less? Way better. Okay. Not even on the to, again, my opinion. Not only not even on the same playing field. Did did you did you end up liking the Hobbs and Shaw? I thought you were really it was it. it was it was entertaining. I mean, there were elements in the movie that I liked a lot, like oh. um, the bike and some of the fight choreography. But other than that, the movie was decent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh man, I need to add this to my collection type movie. But I like I really enjoyed uh, Bad Boys. Like I said, I, I was I was thinking about going to see it again. Mm. Don't say that out loud. Why? Until you see 1917, I don't. What happens if I go see 1917 and I don't even like it? You did you did you did well by going to see it before watching Bad Boys. Mm. As I swear those, if you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you're crazy. So Randall, if you go and see uh, 1917 oh, and you don't like it, I'm looking for a roommate. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna kick him out. <laughs> Oh, you don't like 1917? I hope you like the cement outside. It's cold out there, Fiona. It's cold out there, especially this time. It's cold out. It, where? You live in Florida. There's no such thing as cold there. Here we go. I'm sorry I'm not half Siberian. Yeah, right? There's fucking mountain climber over here in underwear. Okay. It was It was like 30 degrees out today. And I drove in in shorts and a t-shirt. And uh, when I got to the office, one of the our uh, office manager, she's always cold. And so I messaged her and I was like, can you believe how hot it was outside today? I had to drive <laughs> in with the AC on. Full blast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 43, says Janiana here. It's pretty cold for us. That's all. Because you were used to what seven, like the lowest of getting is seventy three, not even. You guys were breaking out the jackets when I was living there when it hit when it got below seventy. Yeah, like when I had to wear. It is seventy. I'm wearing a jacket. That's also true. Brian just wears jackets because he hates himself. That always I mean, cold. I I actually finally get to wear you know uh, sweatshirts and things here because it's like it's finally cool enough. You know, people are like, oh, are you cold? No, I just really enjoy wearing my sweatshirt and my hoodie, and I want to fucking wear it. Yo, I, I feel that. Because I, like, I would like to wear long, like, long sleeve shirts and stuff, but then I start sweating like a madman, so. Exactly. Not going to wear long no. sleeve stuff for a month, if that. For a week? Yeah. Well, I always wear long sleeve, so I do what I want. Okay. I don't let Florida decide what I wear. Mm-hmm. I've seen the the the, the pits, right? On your random shirts. No matter what I wear, so it doesn't matter. Shoot. Not with that attitude. Oh. Oh. Uh, so. Widows. After watching 1917 last week, I came home Wednesday after the podcast, and I'm like, I was going to stream Call of Duty, and I'm like, man, I don't feel like playing anything right now. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> am I a film nerd now? I want to watch more film. And then I realized that I haven't seen Widows and I wanted to watch Widows. What the hell is that? So I watched Widows. Oh my god. 
And Randall came in five minutes after I started Widows, and he's like, "Hey, yo, what's that?" And I'm like, "It's Widows." Oh, that's your impression of me. I mean, Brian knew. Brian thought you were speaking just now. Okay. Yeah, I looked at you. <laughs> I thought that's who had actually said something. I yeah. Don't know why. I told you. I just done told you. So after he asked me, you, "Hey, man, what's that?" And then I was like, "Yo, it's Widows." Yeah, it's crazy, Brian. Randall, let him speak, man. Yeah, that's Come true. But you're interrupting. I don't like it. <laughs> anyway so yeah we started watching it uh this is the story oh wow my life got twisted upside down I'm trying to talk about widows yeah we're trying to talk about widows here so widows is uh the movie where the women are married specific women are married to a group of guys who are pull off heists a heist goes bad, and those guys still owe the people money. The people with money go to the the to a specific white. Okay, so Viola Davis is with Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson is is like the head of a crew that pulls off heists. A heist goes wrong, Liam Neeson dies, and him him and his crew. But he still owes the like he the people he stole from are still looking for that money. So they go to Viola Davis, say, yo, you need to, f- now what he owed, you owe. So you're going to have to somehow find a way to pay that money. You have to sell your house, whatever the heck, and they just want the money. So then she finds a a journal from Liam Neeson's character that has past heists and future heists they were planning in the future. So she's like, we got to do it. I got to do one of these jobs. And just like the Rick and Morty episode with the you son of a bitch, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> and they they had their own version of that. She had to go recruit and find out who she. I mean, you can kind of put together who she's gonna end up recruiting, but all of them specific, all the other ladies, and they pull off and they try to pull off this heist while having the guy um, who was asking the money breathe down their back, their necks, and then also whatever. Like nonsense is happening in their life on the side is also a thing, so they have to balance all that. Um, and I think that's mostly the plot. I want that's as much as I need to they explain there. But I thought it was a really good heist movie, a really good character piece too, because they're like each of the wives had their own shit to deal with, and they showed they displayed it in a very like they the first look at the actresses. Villa Davis is a fucking boss. Like she <laughs> just. Period, and then they had um the chick from Mission Impossible Fallout, um, Man from Uncle, the blonde tall woman. Oh, who I think it was from the Guardians act- too. Yes, the lady from Guardians. She too. was in the Man from Uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the main villain, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't remember Man from Uncle? I would, right, Randall, we can just put that oh, on. Yeah, I'll walk over. Yeah, we can just, <laughs> you know, that movie is fantastic. Anyway, um, she was one of the wives. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez was one of the wives. So, and we, she's proven herself on screen to be a badass. So, yeah, but she plays Tekken, so I don't really respect her anymore. Yeah, Tekken, dude. Oh my gosh, that was not a high point. She knows what she did. But she was badass in this one. They actually had like decent story arcs. The action was actually like grounded and believable. And that's that's all I think we can actually say without spoiling the heist stuff, right? Plot twist. And the plot twists are 
<laughs> there's definitely some plot twists because, of course, it's a heist movie. So, and and they were really good. I mean, they can hold themselves like like they started off. Well, except Viola Davis's character. Viola Davis's character still was like broken and stuff, but she seemed like she had it in her to take care of this heist thing. But the other girls like like what the heck? We can't do stuff like this. And then there's plot twists that like you're like, oh, okay, that's what happened. I can't. I don't want to ruin the plot twist. But all in all, I, I definitely enjoyed my my time with this. It was like a heist movie that I'm like, okay, it's not Ocean's Eleven. Who was your favorite character in the movie? Gila Davis' character. Is she I, the one from uh, Suicide Squad? No, so the help. And the help. And fences. She's the the one and that fences, holds the, yeah. the button. What? Oh, I know, I know her from How to Get Away with Murder. She's in that? Yeah. That's a TV like show, the, right? Yeah, she's like the main chick in that. Oh, okay. I didn't I haven't seen that show. I just I saw a trailer. I thought she was just like showed up for I don't know if she was like the main person. <clears throat> yeah, she's like she's the so it's all about like a teacher who's um I'm gonna botch this and Shannon's gonna run in here and stab me with something. But <clears throat> she's like a teacher for a law school. And uh, the whole thing is about her and the kids, like, committing a murder and then covering it up. I laugh because you said she's going to run there and, and just stab you with a knife. If she did that, she didn't pay attention to that, to that show. Because she's not getting away with it. We just saw her kill her, like, straight up stab you. What did you say, Shannon? No, my name's Shannon Anthony. Shannon says it's such a good show. It actually is pretty, pretty awesome. I chuckle she, because you remember um, Jenyana says that she's a law professor and Joker when he's talking to De Niro's character what he does to him at the end of the movie oh okay yeah what about <laughs> I just picture him like explaining the series and then that that just happens we don't see where it comes from it just bah! <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we're like oh shoot Jenyana says it's, also, it's a good show so she probably watches it too so that's two we got two recommendations so get on it, Kelsey. You got to watch it and let us know. What? How to get away with murder? Yeah. I've, I've seen a bunch of it. That's three of them, Brian. I went, now you have three people. So go watch it, Brian, and then tell us how good it is. Anthony, aren't you sort of, mate? Oh. <laughs> we'll get you die here. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I don't want to spoil anymore for the widows, but I thought the, the acting was fantastic. Writing was great. Shot, you spoil, I mean, spoil it for the people who aren't widows? Better or worse than Ocean's Eight? <laughs> oh, good question. Better than Ocean's Eight? Oh, because that was, that was the all-female cast, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, that was a skip, skippable movie. Yeah, I didn't really hear anything good about Ocean's Eight. Because the thing, the difference between—that's a good question, Brian. My God, he should be the host. Anyway, um, <laughs> the difference between Ocean's Eight and this, I felt Ocean's Eight tried to be something else. Try to be that that label that brand. Oh, let's put as many cool people in one group and see them pull a heist. Where this seems more grounded. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like a more grounded heist. It's not like expect. It's not like Viola Davis is kind of like, oh, here, so here's a heist. We're gonna at seven o'clock. We're gonna have this you boulder thing bitch. comes. Yeah, like it's not. It's not that crazy of a heist. Like it's a low scale thing, but it's enough to get, um, to get them out of the hole that they're in. Oh, Colin Farrell's in this in this one as well, and he does a fantastic job. That's Bullseye. 
No. He oh. plays a mayor or someone running for mayor. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a mage. No, not a mage. <laughs> oh, also, Brian, the guy Next from my... Doctor um, Strange. <laughs> I always forget his name, and I got to learn his name, man, because he's been in a lot of good stuff. Um, He's from Atlanta, the, the rapper himself, not oh. Childish Caminos. Uh... What was his character name in Atlanta, dude? She paper boy. Paper, yeah, him. He's in this, and he does a fantastic okay. job too. Just like an intimidation scene he has with Viola Davis's character. I mean, he does a fantastic job. It's it's everyone across the board did really well. It's great. His name is Brian Tyree Henry. <clears throat> Brian Tyree Henry. I gotta start learning his name, man, because he's there's so many it's things funny, I've yeah. seen with him in it, and he does a good job. And I can't remember his name. It was two parts of his name that I knew. I just didn't know where they went. I was like, is it like Tyrese Gibson? No. (laughs) That's. Then I was like, Aaron Henry? No. All right, Randall. I mean, I I spoke here a little bit about widows here. You kind of agree or disagree on some part? What do you. Where your head at? I agree. On all of it? Yeah. You liked everything that I liked? Pretty much. What a guy. <clears throat> Which did you like better, Widows or... Uh... Yeah, or Ocean's 8. I was going to ask about uh, Bad Boys. Oh, shit. Bad Boys. Oh, yeah, oh Widows, God, Widows on, and Bad... That's a good question. Come Kelsey, on, you, should, you should host the show. So, Bad Boys for Life or Widows? Bad Boys for Life. Randall, I, I saw Widows. Okay. <laughs> I understand that. Okay. Yo, if I You got to understand, too, is that you... I mean, even though we generally like the same things, there are there are some things that you and I don't agree on, like certain types of comedy. Like who dropped the whopper? And action. Yo, there's <laughs> nothing to disagree on there. Four eyeballs saw it happen. I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry, Randall. Four ears heard it hit the ground. <sighs> oh, my God, dude. What were you saying, Randall? I don't That's know. Hilarious. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna work backwards here. Cause Randall's we gotta get this movie segment over. Collateral pretty... Go ahead, Brian. What's up? It'd be pretty funny to have everyone here like actually host their own episode just to see how different they would be. <laughs> oh, like okay. Like I would, oh, I would love to see that. I would You're love to see Randall, now? huh? You on the same page now? I'm on the same page now. Sorry, when he'm like, what do you mean host? Down? Yeah, I would, I, I would love to do that just to see Randall's episode. Why? Because oh, I will do God. nothing that week and see how you kill time. <laughs> but that's not what we do to you, so- Randall. It, y'all always do it. The heck? Look, Brian about? watched two episodes of you this week. And that yeah. was yesterday. Yeah. I've been watched Widows. Yeah, but look at the stuff on there that was before yesterday. And Kelsey hasn't put a single thing under his thing in like fucking three weeks. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't been trying to give shit, fucking tight really like bullshit home dot dot dots. Watch the fucking movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs> Don't you tell me news about Cyberpunk already knew you could have watched at least half of fucking Homecoming by them. Anyway, Collateral Beauty, bro. Don't you let Brian go. He hasn't done one of his yet. Because his is literally you, and the rest is news of how tight he is. (laughs) Mm, Only one of them isn't. 
<laughs> which is probably the the Billeth one. Right? How do you pronounce it's that? Not Byleth. Byleth. Mm-hmm. My bad. Byleth. Yeah. All right, Brian. There you go. I want you to tell me about it. You. Oh, all right. So boom. Right. All right. Let's get it. <laughs> let's start with the boom booms. At the interest in this show grew because I basically know the whole second season because of Twitter doesn't know how to shut the fuck up. So I was like, you know what? If everybody's just only talking about this show, let me start it. Okay. All right. So after after I did everything yesterday, sat down, watched the like first boom? episode. Yeah, yeah. So boom, right? I sat down, started watching the show. <clears throat> the episodes are forty five minutes. The intros are short. I approve of the intros. They're Brian approval. Um. It starts with, so the main character's name is Joe Goldberg, right? And <laughs> sounds like a wrestling people. name. It is yeah, Goldberg's a wrestling name. Yeah. That's why I laugh. He doesn't tackle anybody. Oh my god! Isn't it the spear? That's what it's yeah. called. Yeah, that's one of my favorite wrestlers. That's funny. Go ahead. So he works at a bookstore. Yeah. And while working there, he meets this girl who asks him for a book, and. He's interested in her, and it, seem, it seems like it's reciprocated. We don't know yet, but oh, before yeah, before I get to the plot, something I really like about the show is that it's narrated by the main character. Um, kind of like How I Met Your Mother, like with that kind of tone, okay, like, vocal tone as a Bob Saget, okay, but like it, it's current time. It doesn't seem like he, he's narrating stuff like uh, from a past point. It's like looking back at the moment. It's like as he's it's narrating as it's happening. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, boom. He meets her at the at the what they called. Yeah. Uh, she ends up buying the book. She gives him basically gives him uh, the credit card to pay for it, and like he's he's dissecting the things as it's happening so he's like oh she gave me the credit card even though she can afford like with money so that i know her name like he's picking up on like social signals Uh uh-huh so he ends up looking her up by name extensively basically to the point of stalking her um like to the point where he finds out through social media where she went to school what happened with her parents uh, the, her exes and whatever, where she lives, her job, where she spends every part of her day. I have like a question. That, that extensively. I have an interrupted question. Who did it better, mm-hmm. him or Miss or Elliot? Uh, uh they, I don't like them from different. They come from two different angles. I he's doing it to to have leverage, and he's doing it just to see what kind of person she is. I just wanted you to say Elliot or this guy, and you just took too long. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> all right, so boom, he finds all this information. Uh, that's already like more than I should have said, but it's it's a guy who's like he, he it basically shows the the faults of social media and stuff like that put into a love story, and that's the show so far. Is that I a love story can, or just a stalker story? <laughs> someone's in love. <laughs> all right fair i guess aren't all stalkers in love no no not that i would know <laughs> don't laugh like that again that's not a stalkers and then uh, yeah more things unfold but 
You're better off watching. Okay. So far, so far it's, it, I've only seen two episodes. After the first episode, I was already interested in what the hell's going on. The The main character, I don't remember the name of the actor, but he does a good job so far um, being both charming but also creepy. So, like, he, he's a he's a good dude. Like, this one kid who who is, like, raised by a single mom, and she's dating, and this guy's basically an asshole. Okay. Like, he drinks, beats them, and does stuff like that. Okay. And he you know, he, he brings the kid food. He takes him out to get books. Like, like, just chills with the kid. He walks elderly people down the street, gets to a taxi. He, he's a good guy. And then they throw this, like, I guess, secret for only us to know, because, I mean, she doesn't know she's getting stalked. So it's a kind. Of, it's kind of like a. Is is he a bad guy for doing this? Questions like that. But is he like beaten off to her or something? Like what? What's? Or is he, he just obsessed with her? Mm. He he says he does it to yeah, like to see what kind of person she is. Like to he doesn't want he doesn't want to jump into something and then get hurt after. Is 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 his rationale why he does? Yeah. And then he it, it keeps it keeps uh alluding to a previous time. He's like, oh, like last time with this person, and it keeps doing it without showing you how it ended before. And the show, at least so far, keeps dropping like little hints. Um, they do they do his backstory in interesting ways like that, and then also sometimes just really harsh but quick uh, flashbacks to to parts of his life and back to him. Uh, yeah, that's all I can really see so far. I it's it's interesting show. I'll I'll talk more about it once I finish the first season, I guess. Okay. But I'm but so far I'm enjoying it. You you might like it, but you might get bored because it's a who's who's you? I uh, Antonio Banderas. Oh man, he's pretty cool, man. He's got good hair. If, I don't have it. it. I think yeah. So if you watch the first episode and you're inclined to keep watching it, I think you'll like it. If after the first episode you're like meh, then you probably don't care. Right after the the series finale of Mr. Robot, there's a huge hole. Boy, oh, there's definitely season, a huge hole. We're a season, gaping hole even. We're season four of JoJo, it feels. I don't know. I haven't started it. That's my point. Start something. I, I already did. It's his Dark Let's Materials. See. I need a, I wanted to start that, but the time I wanted to start it, the show didn't even come out yet. <laughs> oh, that's also, I guess. <laughs> you know, so you're just anticipating the release? I saw the trailer of it. Like they did a. Um, you saw a trailer. Not for the. Sh- All right, well, for, let me actually. For, <laughs> he wants to. He wants to talk when it interrupts people. That's why he wants to talk. Dude, it's not that serious. I was just. This guy, man. I'm saying it with a smile on my face. It's a content, Randall. I know it's a so sensitive, Randall. Jesus. Ah! Oh, he's powering up. While we're watching Game of Thrones, they did like the. What network was Game of Thrones on Showtime or whatever? HBO. HBO, and they did like a like a reel of the shows that they look like don't leave because Game of Thrones is ending is what we have. Yeah. And they showed a bit of it, and I was like, oh, I want to I want to watch that. And I haven't yet. Just I was like, oh, I'll start that tomorrow. It's not even out yet. Not out. No. <laughs> but you know what is out, and it's been out for four years now. The Last of Us. Collateral Beauty. God. Chelsea, f- oh my, I can't. 
<laughs> Should I go get my coffee? No, we, we're good. Somewhere. We believe you that you've yet to give it any attention. <laughs> oh, Wait, he man. has The Last of Us? I thought he didn't have a PS4. He has it on PS3 and it's not opened. Still on the wrapper. Still uh, mint condition. Randall thought like this man had you got it for PS4. He had it where it originally re- originally released and oh, didn't bother to open it. Jeez, man. I'm going to need to mute your phone, sir. This is moaning. Randall. Yeah. What's up? How beautiful is the collateral? Um, It was an interesting movie. What's the premise? So Will Smith's character is like the um, co-owner or co-founder of this company. And he ends up having like a tragic event that happens to him. He ends up losing his daughter. Okay. His response is very realistic. So that's pretty much like throughout the entire movie from beginning to end. You see him deal with this. Like loss, loss, like it's like really bad. Okay, you know, um, he people try to talk to him, and he he's like he is so detached from people and from things that having a conversation with him is almost impossible. Okay, yet he still comes to work, and he does. Um, I forget what it's called, but you know how like you lay blocks up one after another, and you're supposed to pluck it, and then it goes um knocks down like whatever design you domino mean. effect yeah like domino yeah that's what it is right dominoes yeah well one domino I knocks called, over. i know like i know that the premise behind people doing that is like, it's called the domino effect or like yeah. one thing leads to yeah so he does that he builds like these huge like structures or whatever but he never like um knocks it down until like a while like like he's been spinning on I think like when you first introduced to it he's did one for like they said three weeks he's been working on this thing like he literally comes to the office and starts it and then it's every day he just keeps working on that while people are actually working at the job he's doing this so um and I'm assuming his boss doesn't want to fire he's, him he's co-founder so he oh. is the top dog. One I of miss, the top dogs. I didn't hear well, that. Well, he has the most of the shares in the company, so. So he can just walk in there, just slap people in the mouth, say, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Got much. it. Well, I don't think he like can do boss. that. Like a boss. So it's him dealing with that. And it's a, uh, it's a lot of twists. Well, not I wouldn't say a lot of twists, but it's a lot of stuff that it comes full circle at the end of the movie where you're like, oh, wow, I did not see that coming though i didn't know that that's who that person was uh-huh. which i thought was pretty cool um so basically the movie is about the people that he worked with who happened to be really good friends like it's three of them and they care about him but at the same time his current state of mind is causing the company to be in trouble as far as like you're supposed to be merging or, or partnering with a company but if they don't do it. Something ha- something bad happens to the company. I can't remember exactly what it was. Okay. What the logistics is, but that's pretty much that part of the movie. So they're all trying to figure out a way to get him to sign the papers, but he, like I said, it's impossible to get him to, to converse with people. So even though, like, they try to talk to him, like, one of the ladies, she'll, like, come by his apartment and she'll bring him food. She'll try to talk to him. He won't take the food. The dude, the... um. 
the landlord has been eating the food that she's been leaving there for him because he won't eat it. So, um, what ends up happening is that they hire some actors, and I think it's two actresses and one actor. They're trying to set him up so that they can get on film and make it look like that he is a okay mentally. The opposite. Oh. Politically unstable, so they can have him removed from power from the, pop, exactly. from the board or the or the to surrender the shares. Yeah, because these like these people have one of the guys is <clears throat> first of all they all three of them have like sacrificed their lives for this company. Like they've been there since ground zero. Uh-huh. Right. One of the dudes, he is sick and is literally dying, and he wants to make sure that when he does die. That he leaves his, you know, like his family's taken care of. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to happen if this merger or this thing doesn't go through. Okay. Then the lady, she's she's sacrificed her entire life to the job to the point where you get wind of like she's contemplating having a kid. She's like went like went, went without that whole part of her life. No relationship, mm-hmm. no nothing. It's just been work. So she she's not married. She doesn't have a man, but she wants to conceive. Right, um, and then the other dude, he has a bad relationship with his daughter because he cheated on his wife, but he still loves his daughter, and okay. he's trying to rekindle the relationship with his daughter because she doesn't, she doesn't see him in a positive light because of what he did. Uh huh. And it's not like he's a he was he's not like a savage in anything. It's just some, something bad happened. He ends up cheating on his wife. All right. That's still savage, Randall. Well, what I mean by savage was like. I cheated, so what? And what? Yeah, I do it again. That's to me. That's like sad. oh, okay. Like he was proud of it. He wasn't. He's not that type of guy. It was more like an accident type thing. Right. Even though there is no there's excuse. No, yeah, there's, yeah, no, there's no excuse for cheating. But I'm just yeah. saying the way the way you the way in which you handle the situation afterwards tells a lot about your character. And based on the way he was reacting, he was like, it it bothered him a lot. Okay, like it was really affecting him. Um. So they get these three actors, and they're supposed to uh, pretend to be things that Will Smith's character writes to. So he wrote to love, he worked to he wrote to time, and he wrote to death. Okay. Somehow, because they, they they hired a private investigator to follow him, so somehow the private investigator gets the letters that he ended up mailing out of the mailbox. And they they read the letters and they find out what he wrote to those three um, things. Uh-huh. And they're supposed the actors are supposed to be the living embodiment of those things. So one lady plays love, the other one lady plays uh, death, and the uh, one boy like it's he's time. like a younger actor um, plays time. So is that's pretty much the movie is them interacting with him trying to get him to open up and to basically deal with his his loss yeah so that he could at least get to a point where he can uh make peace with it or just move yeah like- but at the same it's like two fours like a double-edged sword they want that but at the same time they want to record him talking to these people because they plan to digitally remove them from the video afterwards to make it look like he's on the street talking to himself. Oh. So they have someone following him while he's talking to these people. And they, you know, they're gonna remove him later. I'm this is such an old movie, I'm just gonna go ahead and say what happens. 
So um, he ends up talking to these three individuals. He gets to arguments with them. You know, there's a lot of character development and so arcs. I guess a and spoiler stuff. warning for anyone who doesn't want Collateral Beauty from 2016 to be spoiled. Yeah. Um, because I, I I doubt very seriously if you guys are gonna watch this movie. So, um, <laughs> he ends up talking to these three individuals and going through the arguments and the character development arcs and all that stuff like that. And then eventually he starts to communicate back with them and he starts to really voice his his uh, feelings and um, he he goes to this what would you call it? It's kind of like a rehab. But it's a rehab for people who lost children. Okay. So he would always go to the window, but he would never go in. And you would see him, like, take steps. Like, he, it seemed like he would get closer and closer to going in, but he would never go in. So eventually one day he does go in. And, um, he, of course, he doesn't say anything. But then when someone tries to – the person who's, like, running the thing, this, this, this lady, tries to get him to talk, he's like, mm-mm. Like, like, especially if they ask anything specifically about his daughter, like she asked him, what was your daughter's name? And like, he lost it. Like he did, he just got up and he was about to leave. And she was like trying to stop him from like not leaving or whatever. But I think Will Smith did a very good job at portraying of a father who lost a child because the way he acted in that movie, it looked like he really did lose a child. Uh huh. So, um, long story short, Skipping to the end, he ends up uh, getting better. He gets in front of that meeting that I told you about. Okay. And they show the video. They digitally remove the people from from the video. So it's videos of him talking to three different individuals on separate times, but there's no one there. So he's like having arguments, outbursts, and all that stuff like that with these people. So they get him to sign the papers. Everything is gravy. He gets better. And that lady that he had been going to um, that was hosting the meeting mm-hmm. was actually his wife. But the way they the way they introduced her and the way she was um, shot in the movie, you didn't know it was his wife. It just looked like somebody who was really trying to get him to open up. And it was... If you go back and you look at how she was knowing what you know at the at the end of the movie, if you go back and you see how she interacts with him, you you can tell like because she's always trying to get him to say what his daughter's name is, uh-huh. but he would never do it. So, <clears throat> um, he goes to her house. I think it's on Christmas Eve or something like that. And he she he asks her, "What are you doing? If like, can I come in? You know, you know, whatever." She lets him in and he's like looking at the house and he's looking at pictures, but you can't see exactly what he's looking at on the wall. He's just, you just know he's looking at pictures. Mm-hmm. So he says to her, you've been crying. And she says, yeah, blah, 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 whatever. So they get back into that whole conversation or, or therapy type thing where she's like asking him questions about his daughter. And he starts to speak a little bit on it. But then when he gets to the point where she asks him again, what is your daughter's name? He breaks down again where he's like, I don't want to, he doesn't want to talk. And he's almost about to leave again. Uh-huh. She goes to her pocketbook, takes out a, uh, a picture, and she talks about her daughter 
saying, my daughter is so-and-so. She died of a rare disease of blah, 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 because I can't remember what it was. Uh-huh. He shows her the picture. I mean, she she shows him the picture. He takes the picture, and then his face immediately is just like somebody turned on the faucet. He's like, his eyes are bloodshot red. He starts crying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she asks him the question again, what is your daughter's name? And then he eventually says her name, but it's like to the point where he is almost un, like you can't understand what he's saying. But he says it again. She asks him again. He says it again. And then you, you start to realize that it's his daughter because she cuts on a video on a... Um, on the television, okay. Early in the movie, they show a flashback of him like swinging his girl, his little girl with his hands, and it's that same video on the screen, okay. And then she asks him again, then he says the name, and then now he says her name, and he also says she died of a rare disease, and then he starts crying, and then she embraces him, and it was is a is a very emotional, touching movie. It was not one of those feel good type movies. It was very Sad, it was very emotional, but as far as acting chops, it was good. Yeah, it sounds like oh, and plot twist those three people that were actors weren't really actors, they really were um, love, death, and time. And you don't find that out until the very end of the movie. I thought you said people are higher than them, though. Yeah, that's the way they shot it. They shot it. So this is how they this is look. So this is how they find um they find them. So what is his name? Love. No, the um, <laughs> the dude who played Hawk, not not Ruffalo before him. Edward Norton. Edward, Edward Norton. Norton. So Edward Norton is one of the three people. Not not the he asked um, me death. No 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 no. He's not one of the people that love it. He's one of oh. the friends that run that runs the um the company. Okay. So um. He's in. He's at the office, and they have a line for for because they do advertising. Okay. There's a line of actors and actresses who are, I guess, who are auditioning for whatever it is that they're doing, and I think it's Olivia Wilde, but I could be wrong. I think it's Olivia Wilde. Okay. One of you guys might have to look it up, but I think it's Olivia Wilde. She's the girl that plays love. She's standing in line. And they have an interaction, and he basically tells her that she's saying the line's wrong, but she says, doesn't it sound better like this? That doesn't it touch your heart more or whatever? So he's like, wow, wait a minute, that does sound better. So then he goes back to the office or one of the rooms, and he tells whoever's in control of the the advertisement, change it to this. And he's like, yeah, that does sound better. So then he goes back out to talk to her, and she's gone. So then he sees her, like, get on the elevator. So now he's chasing her. He gets to the elevator. The door closes. So then he goes, I, I think he either gets on the elevator or he goes down the stairs. Then when he gets downstairs, he it's like every time he's, like, barely um, missing her. He sees, like, a glimpse of this red hat that she has on. So it gets all the way to a point where he's, like, chasing her to the through the city. And then he ends up, fo- it's not like a long chase, but it's like like two blocks or whatever around the corner or something like that. It's, so, it's Kira Knightley that Kira plays love. Knightley. Okay, yeah. So can't have love actually. Can't have love actually. So he is up following her to this um, building where they are going on doing rehearsals for a play. Her and the two other actors. 
and he walks in and then that's how he meets them. There is no one else there. It is just those three actors rehearsing the play. So so they're that, like trying to hire them, but he they don't actually show them getting hired. They just show him talking to those people. No, she shows up at the office and then he she basically leads him away from the office to where they're at. So it, it almost seemed like it was like a setup. Like the whole point was for her to lure him to them. Because when he gets to the building, all three of them are there. And they're allegedly rehearsing a play that never comes out. So he ends up talking to them and then he that's how he ends up hiring them because he thinks they're actors and actress and he asks them to do right. a favor or whatever. But the whole time they're not really actors or actress. They're the real deal. But you find out at the end of the movie because when him and his wife are walking through the park, they're like on a bridge and he instinctively turns around and sees the three of them. He can see them, but she can't see them. And then when they walk away and they cut, they're gone. Mm. But what, what what was crazy was that these three individuals not only helped Will Smith, but they were also helping the three people that hired them with their lives. Okay, that sounds that sounds a bit complex there near the end of the personification of people. That makes sense. One of them's never had love. The other one's dying, mm-hmm. and this guy decided to deal with uh. I guess a life after... Uh, oh no, so life is probably the guy dying, and then death's obviously Will Smith. Like, who, who each three t- ties to so, the most, I guess. Love love was for the dude who had a problem with his daughter because his daughter oh. didn't love him. Or at least yeah. she seemed like it. Time was for um, the woman who had sacrificed her entire life to the company but didn't... Um, have a relationship so she felt like she was running out of time because she hadn't had a child so she would like get pamphlets on like um what is it called when they put an egg inside you uh-huh fertilization that, yeah fertilization and so time egg. was for her and obviously death was for the the dude that was dying does will smith not know that's his wife the entire time no he does it's just um. that when the way it's explained in the movie is that the death of their daughter hit them so hard that they end up ended up getting a divorce. That's so, pretty typical. Yeah. So it's um and it's funny because when they when they're when they initially meet and they start having a conversation, they're talking to each other as if they don't know each other, but obviously they do. Because he says something like, are you married? And she says, uh, no, I think he asked, asked her, do you still love your husband? That's what he asked her. And she was like, I don't think I ever fell out of love with him. So it's basically like a, a play on, like, you know, like it's, it's, it's almost like he's asking her, do you still love me? And then she's telling him, I never felt, I never like fell yeah. out of love with you. Okay. I don't like that. Why? It was written specifically to make it a plot twist instead of just writing it as it should like have. Tyler Durden. Like, yeah, it's it's writing it. Speci- it sounds like from what I'm you're telling me, it sounds like it was specifically written like that 
so then you can have that. Oh, it was his. Wife I mean, but people time. have conversations like, like that in real life. But I never lost a kid, so maybe that is. A no, thing, I mean it but... doesn't have to be tied to losing the kid. But there's been times where, like, there's been times like when I was up north and I ran into my ex and I talked to her as if her and I never had a relationship. But I would make comments about her and our past relationship, and she would respond as if. I'm a stranger, but she's talking about she's talking about what we had. Oh, okay. And then you bang. Oh, talk about this it. Dude. Didn't say no. <laughs> so at well, the end of the day, do I recommend this movie? Yeah. That's if my you want to cry, if you want to be all emotional and all that stuff like that, sure. If you don't, pass it. If you just want to see good acting, then it's a good nineteen seventeen. Oh, yeah. I have, no, no, I have a, I have a question. Since you said that you watched this, if you want to cry, what made you closer to crying? This movie or Coco? Wow. There's there's a correct answer here. <laughs> Man, Coco was trash. So what the fuck? Yo, Yo you're not hosting that. an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know because I love kids. So pedophile. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so it's 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 really hard to watch him go through that because it's like if I had a daughter or a son and and they died like because I think he said they said that she died when she was six. That's it, like that's just that's horrible, man. Is there any point in even going on? Yeah, like that that's pretty much what he was going through. It was like he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't eating. He wasn't really interacting with people. It was like he just lost all touch with life. And he would do stupid stuff like he would like get on his bicycle and ride into oncoming traffic. That's one of those that he's like, if I die, I die. Yeah. You know. But he doesn't want to do it himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda like uh was it suicide by cop or whatever? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that, that's a I've heard of that kind of behavior. Nah, that's okay. It sounds like a like a heavy movie then. Yeah, it is. It's really it's a tearjerker. You didn't answer his question though. I I said I don't know. You had to pick one, Randall. I, if I had to pick one, I can't, man. Gun to your Tim's, which one? <laughs> <laughs> If I had to pick one, that's the point of this question. Yes, the only way I'm able to, to to make a decision is based on how much, how close I was to crying. That's exactly I, what Brian. That's asked what you. they're that's, asking. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm aiming at your. I would say, why is it sounding like that? He's further. Can you hear him perfectly fine? I know yeah. I can't hear him. Is anyone Me? talking? No, I can't. Yeah, hear I'm him. talking. I can't hear anything. Oh. It's coming in fine on the thing. But... Now I can hear him. I think he just wanted to hear that. I think you sat on the... I don't know you did it. I think it took everything I had to not cry um, while watching Coco. Like, I was... I was like, if I had to like symbolize it or whatever, like it would. I was like on the edge of the cliff, like literally. Like if someone would have 
just sli- like yelled your name abruptly, they, you would have no, fell over. No, they and- didn't even have to do that. If someone was just, I don't know, just touched me with a with a pinky, I'd have went off. Like it was, if that <laughs> if, that, if that if that movie had lasted, if that scene would have lasted, if that scene would have lasted. 1.5 seconds longer. That would have been it. That would have been it. I think if they looked right at me during that scene, I would have, I would have been done. <laughs> if the camera... No, that would weird me the fuck out if they looked right at the camera. Oh, my God. That is the correct answer, Randall. I guess. There is no way. I mean, as, as dark heavy as that way you're saying is... I know you probably relate more to what happened in Coco. Yeah, I do. That's, that's why it was the correct answer. There's no way. I oh think that's God. top three of my favorite movies of all time. I think Coco's up there. Just Kelsey, my... have you seen Coco? Or were you just like trashing no, it? No, all right. <laughs> now the Home Alone, that's what I gotta rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It, you know what? Too is like you ever watch those movies that really touch you, and you feel inside your bones that whoever else watches it, they need to feel the same way you feel. If they say anything opposite of what you're feeling, it's just murder. Whoa! What do you? Whoa! 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 What do you mean it's just Basically murder? Basically, what he's describing is uh is is like when I when I'm talking trash about Coco, I'll be like Coco shit, and you guys are like, oh, I'm sorry, what? Can you you want to say that in my face? Like that's what that's what he's describing. Um, and I'm and I'm afraid. I I'm, used I'm, to be like that. I I'm used... I'm really afraid that for him to watch this movie because if he comes back short of anything than what us three are feeling, I feel like I should body him, <laughs> <laughs> like on sight. No, I I used to feel that way. When I was about a lot younger, I was like, you don't like what I like? What the heck? But after a while, it's like, no, you can't, not everyone's going to like the same thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. It's, I just feel like they are just certain. But low things. key, yes. I'm like, what the fuck? This motherfucker <laughs> doesn't like this. But I didn't, there's nothing to say after. It's like, okay, I guess you don't like it, you know? But yeah, inside, when no one else can see, yo, I'm ready to just drop him, you know? <laughs> drop bomb. Wait, is it Bose? Shit, I don't remember the song. All right. The South. The s- <laughs> Drop Bose on him? I have yet to find that, that, that uh, video, bro. I can't find it either. The South? Drop, yeah, drop Bose on him. Oh, okay. Hey, where do we go from here? That was heavy. Um, We already did Bad Boys for Life. That would have been a good follow-up after that. Speaking of heavy... <clears throat> Brian, why don't you tell us how heavy it is? Uh, I got oh, nothing. No. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, his episode's gonna be great. <laughs> I thought he was really on to something. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's gonna get it. He's got it. Well, I was trying to think of something with uh, with Goku, uh, with another Goku, you know, carrying the franchise for DBZ, but then I like lost it halfway through. <laughs> so, Brian, tell us about the news. Your fighting game news. You got a trifecta of news here. Before we continue with the movie reviews, he's got Randall's got two more up his sleeve, one for each sleeve. Tell him why you mad, son. I guess I'll go in, I'll, I'll go in order. Oh, Can somebody one. clip that, please? 
<laughs> so we can just remove the audio and I can have that as an alert. What? Tell me, tell him why you mad, son. Uh, is what you just blurted out. I, I don't know if it just came instinctively and you didn't hear it. <clears throat> so, uh, find your ringtone. Text yeah. message chime for when Randall texts me. So you'll never or hear I guess it. I'll never hear it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, that was, that was, He's that flexing on the camera now. All right, Brian. Let's let, let's go, bro. Tell me why you tight. The tight no, alert's going off. No, 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 no. I'm doing it in order from the news was dropped. So first he okay. was like, boom. Sorry, so boom, right? It was the what? When was it? Wednesday or Thursday? Intel Direct. I want to say Wednesday. Oh, we're gonna reveal the last character on the season pass. The reveal, you know, the the smash thing, whatever. It goes to a cutscene from Fire Emblem Three Houses. The main character, whose name is Byleth. I I was both ha like happy and disappointed because I love the game. I had an idea of how they're gonna show him to play as before I saw it, but then I was disappointed because. It's been characters from new IP, characters from new IP, characters from new IP, Fire Emblem again. And I was like, it, it could have been a better character, but I'm glad it wasn't like, I'm glad it wasn't Dante. People were like, yo, I want Dante in here. Like, he hasn't been broken in every game he's been in. <laughs> That's not true. He really yeah. sucked in uh, Devil May Cry 5. You mean the character that you go through again and beat it with? <laughs> <laughs> Devil May Cry 4 is about Nero and then halfway through the game they just make you play as Dante you said 5 I know but then I said 4 oh 4 my fault I think it's a thought I think I'm just I think I'm I, I don't even see the inside of the pocket anymore it's, yeah so yeah boom Byleth last character on the season pass he's a swords character and then they make a joke oh Dante a bunch of sword fighters so his gimmick is that he, almost each directional attack is a different weapon it's like uh relic weapons are basically like holy weapons passed down through that only work with like specific family blood types so i mean he has this sword that's like ivy's that's his family thing there's a like an axe big fucking axe there's a bow there's a spear i think that's all only this four uh and so yeah, so each direction you do a different attack, even with the specials, you can shoot the bow, you can use your fucking chain thing as like a spike, basically. <laughs> what the heck? Why is he falling asleep? Yeah. Sorry, another Fire Emblem character. Go ahead. So this isn't Smash? This is another, this yes. Smash. How many Fire Emblem characters are there? There's eight now. Wow. Jesus Christ. Granted, they have like many. 60 other characters. So it's not like it's just Fire granted, Emblem. Granted, you count all the Pokemon in there, including like each Pokemon trainer's Pokemon separately. There's their Pokemon. Yeah, so if that's you, not if a... you count if you count Wario as a Mario character, there are eight or nine for Mario. Yeah. Speaking of eight characters of the same type in one game, Brian, why yeah, don't you tell us about Ultra Instinct? I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> but the the, 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 the negative, granted, is that all those characters play differently. And they're yeah, not all so, swordsmen. Wait, so all the Fire Emblem characters are the same? They're very similar. There's, there, all right, so there's two of them. They're literally copy and paste. <laughs> One's like an Echo Fighter. There's one that's almost identical, but instead of getting more damage from hitting at the tip of the sword, you get more damage from hitting him on like the closest part of the sword, and he does fire. No one gives a shit about Roy. 
<laughs> then there's Krom, who's an Echo Fighter, who has moves from two people that already exist. So Echo Fighters are basically just, we're too lazy to make them fully fleshed out, so we're just going to reskin them. There's a character named Ike, who's like almost identical, but he's a bigger sword, so he's slower. <laughs> Corrin turn, turns into a dragon, but he has a sword, and for the most part, the same. And, uh... The Robin. Only one, the only, the only one that's, one that's actually different is Robin, because he uses spells, and you have, like, a certain amount of times you can use the spell before you get rid of your spell book and then wait for it to come back. It's the only character... It's the only one from Fire Emblem that they tried to make their own character. But everybody else is, for the most part, I have a sword, I have a counter, I'm just gonna swing at you. And then Byleth comes here, and he has a sword, and they make a joke about it in the reveal, but he has other weapons, as you can see. He doesn't have a counter, Anthony, so... That's a step in the right direction. Uh, he's he's slow, from what they'd say. He's, he's not a fast character mobility-wise, but he has range. So I'm gonna pretend like I made him when he comes out. Okay. I like Fire Emblem, and I like, I like having range, that's fine. Okay. Uh, and that's all I can really say right now. There's 38 minutes of them explaining all his moves and stuff, but that was that's how they finished the season pass. And then they said they're gonna do a season pass too with six characters now instead of just five. So that's cool. I don't know who's it gonna be. It's probably gonna be another fucking uh, the rest of the houses. Sagat. No. no. <laughs> if, if they announce Sagat, I'm like, what the hell's an Incineroar? What is that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's next season. Pass. But he's he gonna comes... be the last one that they release. He comes out the twenty eighth. Comes out the twenty eighth, and that's on a podcast day, so that's also cool. That I can't play him on the day he comes out. Because yeah, a lot of releases are on Tuesday, but it's weird because right. Nintendo usually releases their things on Fridays. Just call Dude. your friends and tell them you're gonna be sick that day. No. What? <laughs> so then, boom! The next weekend after that. <laughs> There's a, I think it was last weekend. Yeah, it was last weekend. The weekend bef before this podcast. And there's a tournament, Frosty Fausting, that's going on. They said the devs from Guilty Gear said, oh, we're going to show trailer, exclusive trailer showing off X character. And they show off Faust. Now, for those of you who don't know, like Anthony, who just decided to say the dumbest shit and say, yeah, my main Faust to me, <laughs> I see Faust as Guilty Gear's Yoon. Where you can do whatever the fuck you want and you'll win. <laughs> There's no skill behind Faust whatsoever. You press buttons and oh, that looks pretty. Oh, I perfected you. That's what Faust is. Gotcha. Sounds like Zenzal season one from League of Legends. Why don't you put Titler under next to that? So the reason why I didn't put it there is because, as you guys have seen, I don't know, the new Guilty Gear is gorgeous. They gave him a new redesign. Visually, I like how he looks. That's all I can. He has a move where he eats you whole, and that looks fun, well animated. But besides that, besides the way he looks and that move, that's funny to me. Just more brain dead bullshit. So I'm just waiting on the next character to be announced. You don't think he's gonna be nerfed? You think he's just gonna play exactly the same? I don't know. I don't think he's ever not been good. Oh, okay. I, mean, I don't follow Guilty Gear like that. I just know that I'd never want to see him again. And then they announced him before any of the characters I would main. That sounds about right. So that's in your main. All right, so then I was like, you know what? Wait, are we I talking like about the... Joker? No, that's Anthony's man. I don't oh, have yet to try that character. Not a single button is pressed of that character. 
So the Faust the trailer balanced me out on the on the Byleth thing. I was like, you know what? It, I'm whatever, but I'm excited to try Byleth. Oh, they put a character I never want to see again. No, that's cool. At least he looks cool. So then a Japanese magazine leaked but before the uh, Dragon Ball World Tour finals where they were going to reveal who's going to be in season three. Bandai Namco's like, hold my beer. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's Goku again. What the hell, dude? That's I'm glad that... What version do they have left? Ultra Instinct. Ultra Instinct is the next <laughs> character. Confirmed. You know what's funny? How every base game I had to pay for two Gokus because there are two in the same game. Right? Yeah. Season one base Goku because I didn't pay for enough of them and then a half a Goku because of Vegito. okay so I've mm-hmm. already paid for three and a half Gokus yes <laughs> season two so we, I know you don't like Goku but what if we just made a Goku that's this big <laughs> and, and then leaves you with that much health when he's done with you a fun combo yeah so that's a what, four and a half Gokus but then there's Gogito's blue hair so we're at five Gokus, basically. You know what? And then... What if someone what about... nutted in his hair? <laughs> then, yeah, just make another Goku. Ultra Instinct Goku with cum in his hair. What about... That pink, makes uh, no sense Goku because... Black. The only reason I don't give Goku black... I give him a half is because it's somebody in Goku's body. So I'll give it half of that. But then I also give another half because Bardock is Rambo Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're really doing that, man. I believe it. Like, Ultra Instinct is not a form that he can stay in for a very long time. And they, they, like, he's just supposed to be permanently Ultra Instinct the whole fight. That's what it seems like. I mean, they can make a a lie and say that, oh, these fights are going super fast. But anyone who watches High Level Dragon Ball knows that you have to watch one match for three days because that's how long the fucking game takes. Um, I came to a realization after this. I'm just done buying season passes for these fighting games. I'm going to buy who I want to play, and I'm not paying for another Goku. I'm not waiting three years for Sagat. I'm not buying Yuno whenever they release him in some fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> I'm just done. I'm done with season passes. I buy who I want. Uh, boy. Because I'm not playing these competitively. I'm not Sonic Fox. I'm just going to... I don't need to buy a Goku to know that I don't want to be in that matchup. <laughs> yeah, I've been really tired of pre-ordering games and... Uh, buying season passes because it's all just the same shit over and over and over again. You know, usually pe- people are mad at, oh, another Fire Emblem character. There's more games to be represented. There's more characters to be represented in the same series, but we keep getting Goku as playable character. Goku's lit. There's the- so many forms. I don't, I'm already. I don't. Even, I'm already tight. I already left you. Tight alert, my guy. Can we get the tight alert? I don't understand why people. Whatever. Because we need every version of Goku in it as you a don't. separate character. I would rather if you, if have you them, want like. Him. I, ahead, it would be way better if they like made it so that you could do some sort of move or a power up or something that would allow you to be, uh, the different versions than it would to have you know multiple of the same version no you're talking Wait, about like right. budokai that's terrible Wait, we don't uh, want that we saying, want a character for each version i think that's, you're that's saying, better like if they gave a mechanic that already exists in the game with frieza 
where he just powers up for a meter and it makes sense. Yeah. Like, no, we're going to make you buy 14 Gokus. We're going to have pre-pubescent Goku, and then they're going to put in the Goku that has a heart attack during uh, the Android saga. That's his own character. <laughs> for like six episodes. I'm holding a stupid heart. I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I think what they need the to do for real for the next season pass is settle that debate that the internet has. Goku versus Superman. And just add Superman to the game. What what do you guys think? It's pretty good, right? No. You hear me, Bandai? Clearly Piccolo would win. Yeah, I just want them to hear me and then be like, oh, that's right. There is That isn't a debate. Let's add them to the game. I always say this whenever something ridiculous happens. Yeah. But it just baffles me that there were some people who sat down at a table and said, this is a good idea. Let's do it. Let's move forward with this idea. Yeah. Even though we got how many Goku's already, um, Brian? Seven. Enough. I mean, from his math, I think he's, it's seven. It adds up to if you, If you don't do my math, the correct math is there's SSJ Goku, Blue Goku, fucking Base GT Goku, Goku, GT Goku. This is going to be the fifth regular Goku. Like, why do you have that many of the same character? It's still the same character. I still haven't seen Hercule. Yeah, put him Hercule. in it. I haven't seen Deborah. I haven't seen Zarbon. I haven't even seen Raditz. I don't care about him, but people want him. I haven't seen Omega Shenron, anything from GT. Oh, my God. You're, you're, you're right. Raditz isn't even in it. They added Nappa, but not Raditz. Yeah, Nappa. Not Raditz. It's, instead of putting his brother, let's put him again. I think that's what we should do. We have, I don't even know if I said Pycon. There's a whole tournament of power of new characters. They, they could have put Kefla in. Uh, Topo. The guy That's that uh, Vegeta's brother, younger brother, right? No, no, no. Kefla, they, well, he does Kefla's have a younger brother. Yeah, yeah. It's not, a, they it's not put, a brother. They're from a different timeline completely. That's not... The, no, the, doesn't Vegeta have like a younger brother? I could have swore uh, he did. I forget his name, I though. I think so. I think you're there talking, is... You're talking uh, about from tournament of power, just not that. Um, is it I think cannon? it might be Tournament of Power. Tar- Tarble, yeah. Yeah, Tarble. Hmm. Yeah, he's the uh, the strange younger brother of Vegeta the Fourth. Yeah. No, but another Goku makes sense. They could put Pan in another person from GT that people liked. From Dragon Ball, they could have put General Tao. They could have put that uh, android. Was it two? The one that looks like Frankenstein. They could put. So, I'd rather play as Bubbles from King Kai's Planet. <laughs> they have to see another fucking Goku. Well, pretty much Bubbles is actually OP, so that's why they haven't added him. And Gregory, you're not gonna be able to see him. That would be GT no. Goku's counter pick. Might as well. And what it- pisses me off is that people still buy the season pass. Like they know another character's coming. Man, can't believe there's another another Goku is installing. I can't believe. Oh, I like his combos. This is another Goku. Can't believe it. Now he's top tier. Oh, now he's the only thing we see in top eights. They should change the game from Dragon Ball to Goku Fighter. Let's go. Someone someone made a meme that they should just make Goku versus Fire Emblem his own game. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Goku versus Fire Emblem. 
They're mm-hmm. gonna, and then with that post that I linked to the Ultra Instinct Goku thing, they said, oh, the, one of the fighters coming and then watch the thing in February, like 7.30 that weekend, for more announcements. Now, this is probably what's going to happen. Right, the announcements. This is what announcements to them. They're going to show off Come Goku. Okay. And maybe one more character. Mm-mm. A bunch of silhouettes. And then they're going to be like, oh, and the other announcement, this is the schedule for a world tour. That's uh, what the they... Next, the next character is going to be a Broly-Goku combination. Broly need to ever become part of Goku. So what's <laughs> probably going to happen is... A re- you said there is a release date for Ultra Instinct? No. The the release date the... is going to be announced. Then, the maybe the price for the season pass. No, Silhouette's probably not even going to happen. The World Tour, like you said. And then the balance change for whatever the characters are doing. Like, oh, here's Dragon Ball Fighters version whatever with some ba- patch notes. That's your announcements. They're not going to show another character. They're gonna show two characters. That's what they—they've always, at least, shown characters. And actually, that's not true. But the first season, no, they started season two with two characters, <laughs> Jiren and, and Videl, and mm-hmm. then and then they also showed the movie characters. And then the middle ones are the ones that are shown individually. In season one, it was always pairs, with the exception of Evo, where they showed base Goku and Vegeta, and they also showed a bit of Cooler. But they've always, they've minus. GT Goku and then Janemba's bitch ass after I was in the game. They've always been done in, in pairs. Well, Godspeed, then. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. see it happening. If the best they so, come up with is Ultra Instinct Goku. When's Skullgirls 2 is all I'm asking? Go ahead, Kelsey. You got a smile on your face. Uh, so, I, back to the whole speaking of heavy, I thought of a good one. So. <laughs> Speaking of heavy, Brian, why don't you tell us how heavy your heart was when you found out the the last character for the season pass of uh, that would have been good. That would have been good. Would have, but I failed. He's not the last character of the season pass. He's the first character of the new one. I thought he was the. I thought he was the last one. I thought he was the last one of this season as well. No, Broly was the last one. Ah, okay. Well, there goes that. We we done all fucked that one up. All right, Randall, walk us back to uh, sanity with the commuter. Nobody? All right, I saw we... Liam Neeson movie. Nielsen, I'm sorry, Nielsen. what? Neeson, Liam Neeson. A Liam Neeson movie? Liam, Liam Nielsen. 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 Liam You're Nielsen. You're probably confusing him with Leslie Nelson? Liam. Liam. Hmm. Now that's Leslie Nielsen. Neeson. Liam Nielsen. Nielsen. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. I know it's just literally speaking in Slytherin. Uh, commuter, commuter. Oh, so he is what? You hit the table, which hit this table, which hit the camera, and everything was shaking. Go ahead, don't worry about it. Shake it like a salt shaker. Is it a. What is he? I think he sells insurance. I'm hoping you tell me, Randall. Yeah, he sells insurance. As you can tell, this movie wasn't that great. Yeah, it came out. You don't remember anything about it. So um, he's a, he sells insurance. He used to be a cop. Was his policy taken? I'll be here. So he. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, sells insurance. Used to be a cop. He uh, ends up getting fired. And he, mm, his badge and gun were taken. 
No, man. He he used to be a cop. He's no longer a cop anymore. He gets fired from being from being an insurance agent. He was with the company for ten years. Okay. Gets fired. On his way back home. Uh, man, I can't remember that lady's name. He finds a million dollar ticket. No. Call her Maria. I can't remember her name, but Maria. Just, yeah, Maria. She uh sits next to him, starts asking some of these uh psychological questions, like uh running in the test and all this gibberish. So she asked him um if he wanted to participate. He was like, "Sure, why not?" So basically, what the the, the drama is is that he has to figure out. Who is on this train that does not belong? Oh. And once you find out who this person is, they stole something, so you have to tag them. With oh, the st- I remember this movie now. With, the, with a tracking device. Yeah. So that's pretty much the movie. And what What is this? I remember this Spider. trailer. Yeah, he's in, a bu- he's in a train of some sort. And on the way, he gets some call saying, hey, if you don't get... if you don't No, it out- wasn't a call. The lady actually... Gets on the train and sits right in front of him and has the conversation with her and tells him, like, the whole dilemma. Yeah, it's like, you find the guy that's whatever or everyone dies. What movie is this? The Commuter. So she was like, um, there's somebody on this train that does not belong. You need to find them. They stole something. Once you find them, put this tracking device on. Man, I just need for my sanity. What? I need to answer this question. It wasn't. It didn't end up being him, right? No, it wasn't him. Okay, good. Because if I watch that entire goddamn movie, and it's and like, it's, it was I, you. The way it was going, though, because you didn't find out till almost the very end yeah. who had it. But the way it was going, I was like, please don't tell me it's him. Yeah, because that's that. Because it was narrowing down. Like, people would get, like, he had to find out who it was before a certain stop. And people were getting off the train. So the, the amount of people kept dwindling smaller and smaller and smaller. I'm like, okay. Uh, Is it just him? Yeah. So people were getting taken out, obviously, while he was on the train because he didn't want to do it initially. Um, She told him, look, there's some money inside the, the bathroom. If you want to do this, there's, I think she said 50000 Okay. Or seventy five thousand, and then you you get another hundred thousand on top of it once it's done. She obviously knew that he had just got fired, and that he needed the money. Okay. So she gets off the train. He goes to the bathroom, finds the money, and decides to look. But I can't remember something happened that made him not want to do it anymore. I think he said it was impossible or some junk like that. I don't know. Whatever the case is. Anyway, people start dying and he starts looking suspicious because he's like this frantic guy walking up and down the the train trying to find out who it is. And yeah, that's pretty much the movie. It's just him trying to find out who it is. Eventually he finds out, of course, there's a corrupt cop involved and that, you know, and all yeah. So I think I was right in um, just skipping that movie entirely. Yeah, you were. (laughs) That one movie, um, I don't remember the name or most of the premise because we saw the trailer while watching some other movie, but it's a little girl 
And there's an old lady who leaves her purse on the train, and the little girl brings it to the old lady. That's Greta. Yeah. Is it out? Green bag. Yeah, that's been out. Yeah, that's that's, old that's on. Yeah, it's on digital now. Like you can. Is it, is it good? I haven't seen it yet. I've been telling myself every time I see it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got. I want to watch this. And I just have. It's the same. The same issue with Widows. Where like I said, I kept seeing trailers for Widow, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Comes out on digital. I'm gonna watch it. And then like, a year later, I'm like, oh, okay. If you watch it without me, I'll kill you. Yeah, I get that a lot. With kindness. <laughs> kill your whole family, starting with your brother. Yeah. That's what Adam always tells me. <laughs> no, he needs help. Like, what, that's, that's no laughing matter. Um, I, guess it, I mean, it sounds like we're done with the computer, then. Yeah. The entire time I thought you misspelled the computer when I saw it. The computer, 2018? <laughs> Kelsey thought we were talking to talk about Windows 2018 earlier. <laughs> that was hilarious. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Let's take us home, dude. Uh, if you see any of his movies, then you know how they go. They're pretty much the same. Who's he? For the listeners who um, have no idea what Kevin we're talking Smith. about. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, okay. So, <clears throat> it was, uh, it, it's not a sequel to Clerks 2. Um, but a lot of the characters that are in Clerks 2 are in this movie as different characters. Do you think, I asked you this before off air, it's a reboot? Like, I know the name says reboot, but is it like legit reboot? No, I think there was another Jay and Silent Bob movie. Okay. I think there this was is, a second Jay and Silent Bob. Okay. Yeah, I think this is a sequel to that movie. Maybe. I didn't see that first one. I think I did. I just don't remember it. But anyway, um, the movie is basically about them going to California to stop the reboot of their their movie because they think it's going to be trash. Oh, okay. And then um, along the way, he finds out he has a daughter. Um, Jay finds out that he has a daughter. Oh, okay. And that's pretty much it. There's a lot of funny parts in it. Is um, Jay the one that talks or is it the other guy? Yeah, Silent James. Bob. Silent Bob. He said it, that's... <laughs> Silent Bob. And are you auditioning for something? <laughs> Silent Bob. I'll go with the second take. <laughs> um, what does this remind me of the Steve Harvey thing? There were a lot of uh, guest appearances, cameos from uh, celebrities. And... Yeah. Like Matt Damien was in it. About doing that in his movies. I mean, Matt Damon's a good pull. Matt Damon, Chris Hemsworth, um, um, why can't I think right now? Dude that played Batman. That's like four people. No, the newest, yeah, Ben Affleck. Um, who else? <laughs> Pretty much a lot, mo- a lot of the main characters from Clerks too. Um, some other people. Can't remember. But it was it was entertaining. That's it. That doesn't sound good, Randall. I mean, it was like whatever. Yeah. It, it wasn't bad. It just there was no oomph. There was nothing yeah. from the testicles. Yeah, it wasn't like you know. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Especially for a three day weekend. You could have gone and watched something that probably would have grabbed you by your testicles. Okay, so 
the only reason I'm not super thrilled about watching 1917 is because I've never really been big into war movies. And there's a difference between war movies and war movies. War movies is like Fallen Angel, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Fallen Angel's a war movie to you? You're talking about the one with Morgan Freeman and Gerard Butler? Yeah. That's a war movie? Yeah, it has to do with war. All right, you all right, that's I, I've never heard that. But like, hey, whatever, dude. Go ahead. That's that's And then there's war movies where you're in the in shower. Wah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Who? What is it good for? That ain't you all, y'all. And it's war movies like what? Well, you're in the in the what, dark. Randall? In the no. dark? You know oh. what I mean. In the shit? Yeah. That's a and prop- those, ten, those, those are war movies. I don't it, know why you consider Fallen whatever a war it, movie. It, it, could, there are different forms of war, Anthony. It's, it's not always like people on a, on a playing field shooting at each other. It's But it's one if you guy. Have one, if you have one uh, country attack another... Or you have someone attack the government in any form. That's war. That's an act of war. They say that. They specifically say that. That it's is an, an act of war. They're acting like it's war. It, it ain't war. No, it's, it's an, an act. act of war. Act. But when you're war, you're warring. Oh, my God. All right? Anyway, <laughs> those movies, 1917, those ones tend to affect me a little bit more because it's way more realistic. And it's like... I get I get engulfed in the movie and I'm like, Dad, this is such a horrible situation to be in. That is the the aim for these movies. I understand that, which is why I'm sometimes reluctant to like. Even sometimes I have a hard time watching um, Saving Private Ryan. Tread lightly, because I'm, I'm I have not yet to say anything bad about these movies. Like usually, the reason why it's hard for me to watch these movies is because they are done so well. I'm just I just I warn you ahead of time. So if you, there is no warning. You should pay attention to what I'm saying. Because if you end up flying out of my second story, the words that come out of my mouth. Yo, anyway, I'm Chris Tucker, you right now? Um, I'm a Chris Tucker, you out? What was I? What was I gonna say? <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it? Um, and Saving Private Ryan when the dude stabbed the dude Vin in Diesel? the chest real slow. Yes. See, like stuff yeah. like that, man. Like that's just. And he that let that dude go, man. Because he's that, that, yeah. What happened? Kevin? Well, I mean, he let him go then, but, but he kills you know. him. Then he he yeah he comes back and shoots him. Once he finds him, once they started trying to retreat, he sees him and he's like. You're not good. You're not getting away, and he shoots him. Ah, Saving Private Ryan is so good. Randall still to this day because he's like, I don't like musicals. He hasn't seen La La Land. <laughs> yeah, I don't he, like musicals. Has he seen Homecoming though? He has. Yes, he yes. definitely has. We went to the movies <laughs> to go see. Yeah, I think we were literally all in the theater watching it. Kelsey, have you gone to see Homecoming? You are weekly? Watch Home Alone again. The fuck, oh. dude? I did end up watching Born Identity and Born Supremacy while I was like doing laundry and stuff. Not laundry. Was it laundry last week? I did something. I don't know what the hell it was. I think it was after Widows or something. I just put it on because for noise before I go to bed. 
Man, those are some good films. The action didn't hold up as I thought it did. Like I, thinking back on it, yeah. on it, I thought a lot of it was not quick cuts, but there was still a lot of quick cuts during a lot of the choreography for it's the first the, two movies. The, the Hollywood Angle. shooting. They do the cameras like two inches away from the action, and then they cut to like someone bending somebody's arm, and then this blurry flailing. But in my what I'm saying is in my mind remembering it. I'm like that they never had any of that. Oh. Uh, it might have been maybe Born Ultimatum that they stopped doing that. But I'll, I have, when I rewatch that, I'll figure it out. But when I was when I when I was thinking about the first two movies, because I like the first two movies a lot, I'm like, I don't remember it being this like quick cut choreography, and I'm like, that's weird. But I mean, it's still dope. Jason Bourne just outsmarting everyone. It's great. What are we talking about? No, oh yeah, Randall's just not watching 1917 over the three day weekend he had. Just abysmal behavior, if you ask me. Just straight abysmal. So when are you gonna go watch it, Randall? When it's on digital? Probably. Mm. When are you gonna watch Lala Land? That's on digital. Well, I'm probably never gonna watch that movie. That's unfortunate. You're just a piece of garbage. What you gotta do, Brian, is bet him on something. I've seen Spider Man. Who are you asking? What him or me? To you, Anthony. Bet him on it. Like, hey, if this happens, I and you lose this bet, you got to watch it. There's never anything to bet on. I've been trying to first attend him for anything, and he still hasn't done that. That's also those are facts. Those are facts. And I think that's it, people. Kelsey, I mean, yours is completely empty here, and I think you were playing Path of Exile at one been point. Doing, I've been doing shit, dude. I've been. Did you, did you find the path? Did I find the path? Of Exile. I mean, I've been playing that, but like, I found a new build that I enjoy. It's still uh, still Cyclone, but it's cast on crit. And Baby so I'm... Huh? <laughs> it's the... <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> he said it's, it's still Cyclone. And then he said, but, and I said, is it Baby Bash? <laughs> <laughs> um... So a, I mean, there's a my song favorite called, build is Cyclone. Okay, he's laughing because there's a song called "Move, Move Your Body Like a Cyclone." It's like an old song by Baby Bash. I, I know the song. Oh, okay. Oh my god, <laughs> what is you just threw like terms at me that I have no idea what that means. So Cyclone is the spin to win. You literally just sit there and spin in a circle and kill things. Oh um, okay. My my favorite build used to be like straight cyclone like that was the main damage skill i would go full physical just you know try and blow everything up uh a buddy of mine kept telling me i should try this cast on crit uh build where basically when you critical strike it casts a different spell and so you you use cyclone because it has it's a constant instant attack uh every so many you know milliseconds i guess Uh um and uh uh, so and I have every... Cyclone mixed with um the cast on Ice Nova. Okay, and so whenever I crit with Cyclone, it casts an Ice Nova spell, and so everything just and then I have a bunch of other things linked that cause stuff to literally just blow up, and it's you know a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoy it, but it's like super expensive to actually get going, so. Hi. Hey, how's it going? 
Randall did forget one thing. I forgot. What, yeah. what did I forget? You saw Ready or Not. Oh, yeah. I tried to hold out for Br- for Brizzle, I but... I can't trust anybody anymore, really. Is no. that why you didn't put it on this dock? Because you didn't want him to find out you saw no, it? No, no, no. I totally forgot about it. Oh. But um, Sunday when y'all came back... Because before y'all left on Friday, yeah, I told him, I was like, we still haven't watched that movie. And he was like... I think he said how to go how to go see, and I was like, "Yeah, we should watch it when you come back." And I thought, since I came back so early, that we were gonna watch it. But then when I got at the bathroom, that's why I was like, and "They left already?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I looked at the clock; it was like only four or something. I was like, "Well, I can't prolong this any longer," so I just watched it. You just can't rely on people anymore, really. Like, no, I don't know why you continue to do that. What's someone's word anymore? I, I held I held out as long as I yeah, could, I Brian. I don't care. And then he nutted, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yanked it. Okay. Well, I made mention to watch it when y'all got back, but y'all bounced. So anyway. Oh, so you can't hold it so it's our fault. <laughs> Fucking quick. It's to been come over two weeks, bro. <laughs> Fucking quick to come this guy. <laughs> okay. I mean, who isn't, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you wanna, yeah, do you want to comment on Ready or Not? Do you care? We move on. We can wrap this thing up. Uh, really good movie. Really oh, good. For fuck's sake. Um, what? That's it? I didn't even finish. All I started off saying was really good movie. I, don't I was going that. to say something else. I told him that already. I need it's something... Do you want me to say what I want to say, or do you want me to say what you want me to say? Yo, Randall, your episode is going to be fantastic. I can already tell. <laughs> anyway. It's going to be lit. Um, Brian. Don't talk to me. Talk to the audience. If you, <laughs> if you, st- <laughs> if you still want to watch it together, I am down. No, I'm good, good dude. <laughs> really? You really going yeah. you, you to hit me with that? If, oh, you, if, if someone can't abide by their by their word, then you can do whatever you want to do, dude. If I want to watch it, I can watch it myself. Okay. Well, I'm just putting it out there. If you still want to watch it together, I'm down. If you don't, then okay. I, I understand. Um, there isn't really much I can say because Bryant hasn't seen it yet, but it's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I like how at this point we don't even, we don't even add Kelsey. Like, <laughs> He's not gonna watch it. What am I not gonna watch? Sorry. Ready or not. Ready or not. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wanna I wanna watch Ready or Not. That's the okay. the hide and seek movie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I wanna try and get Shannon to watch it. We just haven't found time to watch it. She's not yes. gonna watch it with me, but I'm gonna make her watch it with me. Oh shoot. Okay. Alright then we'll just move on then. We'll just wrap this thing up. I didn't think I got no. I didn't get fan mail this week. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote you something stupid. You didn't read it. I think I wrote it out loud. Didn't I read it out loud at the end of last week's episode? Yeah, yes. Yeah, no, so. it, it was during the post show. Oh yeah, but it ain't it ain't real fan mail, my baby. Oh, you know. That's it. Oh, anyway, fan mail. You can you can send. Keep talking, bitch. I'm yawning. <laughs> And as I hear Randall trying to call static electricity behind me, I don't know if the mics are picking that up. Everyone done making noise? Yo, I can't wait to just be a fucking nuisance on your episodes. 
<laughs> I mean, if it's my episode, we're not gonna have a doc. I'm just gonna sit there and just bullshit the entire time. Uh, what? I don't know. I'm just done with all of you. <laughs> I'm just completely done. His damn stomach up here going. I'm like, what the fuck noise is that? Hey, I have no control over that. You do. You just don't know it yet. If you want to send fan mail to me and the or the rest of the cast oh, here. Fuck. I was gonna paste it in and this is when I had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you can go to www.adlrplays.com and scroll all the way to the bottom. That's where the fan mail submission form is at. Um, in terms of releases this week, we got DLC for Kingdom Hearts called Remind, and then we have a Pokemon carbon copy MMO called Temtem, which came out what? today. Yeah, it's called Temtem. It's like a Pokemon game that's like an MMO, and it looks pretty cool, but they're yeah. having server issues today, so whenever the streamers get in and start playing it, I'll probably check that out. Uh, on Steam, it already has mostly positive reviews. A Pokemon MMO? That's what you said? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's heavily, ins- it's, I don't know if it's heavily inspired paying an homage to it, but it's like a, basically an indie Pokemon. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Called Tim Tim. Tim Tim. Tim Tim. No, Tim Tim um, is Brian's version. Yeah, I'll send you, I'll send it to you. There you go. He's going to send you pictures of Tim's. Like T-E-M-T-E-M. I yes. sent it to you, brother. I don't see it. All right. I guess I sent it to the other weird TV on Discord, huh? <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of us. Literally dozens. Oh, my God. What? what What's happened? coming out? And then the movies <laughs> this week, we got The Gentleman, the new Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, and then The Turning, which is a horror movie with the uh, lady from Halt and Catch Fire. Um, that one Black Mirror episode that everybody loves. What? The one Black Mirror episode that everyone Yeah, what episode were you talking about? There's only one. Okay. Oh, San Junipero. The one that everybody loves, There bro. we go. Like it's, it's San Junipero. Which one was that? Yo, Randall. I'm Brian, can you put a title alert in the chat for me? <laughs> oh, you don't have a copy anymore. I thought you had a copy. Yeah, yeah, my, whole, my, my whole time that I typed it. Oh, at 9.48, <laughs> moderator Brian De La Rosa title alert. Yeah, it's the one is it's when um the older girl is in that eighties world, but it's a virtual eighties world. It's San Junipero. It's like where elderly the elderly are like in a facility and they use this technology to live their old lives or whatever in the eighties. Randall, you remember the girl in the second Blade Runner that uh Ryan Gosling's with, but he puts the AI over her body so it looks like her? Yeah. The blonde that the, yeah. the girl that that's the physical body that's her. Okay, she's in this horror movie. She's like uh, taking care of these kids, and then some weird stuff happens, and it's a horror. Oh! Movie. The Sick kid, beat. the kid, the kid. Who's where's the kid from? Stranger Things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember now. Oh, Would you say mm-hmm, to me like I'm right? Like you're like you right? Hmm? Yeah, bro. I'm, yeah, you're all done here. Dude. I'm like, what? Pack your bags. 
for music. That doesn't look crazy, man. It does look crazy. That's like Antflix crazy. Now I ain't going to the theater with those loud ass speakers for that kind of crazy. You know what else is oh, crazy? but you do want to see it though. Yeah, I do. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. Which one, Kelsey? Yo, what else is crazy? Yo, no. Uh, brace yourselves. Adding in a ninth Goku. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that is actually crazy. I thought you were going to say some cr- outlandish stuff like peanut butter's bad or something. No, that's outlandish. <laughs> but they're still doing it. For music, all I saw was Breaking Benjamin because we played a lot oh. of it in Rock Band. Kelsey's on it, dude. Yeah. Next week, I better see Breaking Benjamin's album on your on what you've done. Kelsey, are you playing Path of Exile while we're doing this podcast? Yes. I would never do such a this thing. son of a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I see his eyes moving at a rapid rate. Like I'm like, what, what is he so focused on right now? I would never ever do such a thing. That is just heinous crimes against humanity. He hasn't looked away from the screen. <laughs> Maybe his wife is dancing for him or something, man. Randall. She was in here. See? That's what he was doing. He's not playing the game. I've seen his setup. Directly in front of him <laughs> is a fucking monitor. All right? It's two monitors, so he's looking in between the Randall, two. he has three monitors. three monitors. Oh, I'm sorry. So he, what's in front of him? I can't help you, Kelsey. Is a fucking monitor. And it's not a small monitor. It's no, a, the, the, the metal monitor is 22 inches and the two sides are 24. It's literally his setup, but one of them Discord, one's hentai, and the other one's whatever game or stream he has on there. Exactly. <laughs> See, Brian gets me. Yeah. And the last thing that's coming out is Randall from the Pocket. Mm. So I'm going to keep that on there for me. It makes me laugh and smile, so you guys can go fuck yourselves. Oh. Wow. I don't think that's it. I don't have anything else to really talk about. <laughs> Unless you guys do, I I got nothing. Like I said, I haven't really been doing anything. He's just been grinding this time. fucking path of exile in the middle of a goddamn <laughs> podcast. Did y'all mention about? Say again, Randall. I'm sorry. Did y'all mention about um, Cyberpunk getting delayed to September? We didn't add it because we really ha- already have a lot of tight alert news. But yeah, we can talk about it. Cyberpunk is moved from. April seventeenth to, to, to September September seventeenth, which is quite the delay. You know, I had my mind right and everything. I was yeah. like, you know what? Get Put it all out, bro. See how many I can get through. Cause April, she's gonna. Be, I don't even. I'm gonna forget people exist. I can just neglect anyone mm-hmm. from April on. And then they're like, "Nah, you gotta let it marinate a little longer." So I'm like, "What the fuck do I do with my life until September?" But you know what? Any other company. Like you couldn't untighten me up. Like that's how it would have been. So do you do you think they're just polishing the game? Yeah, they came out to say after they 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 came out with their statement, the game is at a playable state. Like you can finish the game. It's just they want to continue to make it as best they can. So I'm sure there's a lot of bug fixing, probably adding more polish, like details, maybe performance optimizations because it's gonna be running on consoles. Uh, they're probably trying to fix the Stadia build. Like, but it's... I'm pretty sure they're doing it correctly. Like where they they make it for uh, they make PC. it for the PC and then downgrade it for those filthy console peasants. Yes, they, they that's that's been their development cycle like from the beginning. Even The Witcher, like it runs beautifully on PC, and then they 
optimize. They have it running on Switch. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. I thought that like, was actually really cool. It, it doesn't look great, and it's at like twenty to thirty FPS, but they managed to get Witcher Three running on the Switch. So, if there were any other company delaying a game, furious. But CD Projekt Red, I, first is like, what the fuck, and I was like, you know what? I, I can wait for them because they released two good Witcher games. <laughs> I'm not gonna rush them. Why does he not acknowledge the first one? Because it doesn't age well. It's not a. It, it's not fun to play. Oh, it's not that it didn't age well. It's just it was already garbage. <laughs> there was no room for aging. It was like if imagine pooping Randall, and then not flushing, and then you make another game. What, I don't know how to continue this analogy. Yeah, but because you make another game. <laughs> that is people poop without flushing all the time. It's called homeless people. Yeah, but he's not homeless. Okay, but I mean that that does how is he relating to anything about the pooping without flush? Yeah, because he I mean is he do you normally not flush? Do you usually just let poop sit there for a long time? Yeah, I, I just poop outside. Oh, fertilize the so, ground. Yeah, there's only two Witcher games. Mm. And then uh, yeah, so uh, Randall, now you have more time to procrastinate making your gaming PC. Now you have until September instead of just April. I'm not going to wait that long, though, because I'm pretty sure there's going to be some other. I'm trying to make my transition. <clears throat> and transition? If, Good for you, man. And if. Uh, I was waiting for it. If, uh, <laughs> if what Kelsey said is true about The Last of Us, that's awesome. I mean, I think they came out and said that it's not for PC, but I don't know why. So he, he lied? No, not Kelsey. Kelsey didn't lie. No, that was reported, and I think uh, that is not official. I thought Naughty Dog came out, or someone from Naughty Dog came out saying it's not because it's a PC port because they need it for some other garb, some other reason. I don't remember what it was. Hmm. Uh, the internet's stupid because they released a, a little video showing like the dialogue in MK11 between like if a Joker mirror matched the Joker, and. They basically said, oh, there's two of us, or there's only two of us, and then the other one says that'd be an injustice. Like, if there were only two of them that existed, two Jokers. Uh-huh. And then the other one says, imagine if there were three, or imagine what we can do with three. And people that aren't woke were like, injustice three. Just come everywhere, right? But it's just from the <laughs> from the, from the DC comic, the, the three Jokers, I remember what it's called, but the three Jokers. Okay. Where there's literally three jokers, but everybody's like, Injustice 3, even though this DLC pass isn't done yet for MK11. And then again, just come <laughs> everywhere. What in the world? <laughs> Brian's Pornhub search is probably ridiculous. I just type gaping dot 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 with come everywhere. We've seen what Randall likes to search. He put it on the full screen for us. Oh, my God, man. You need to stop yeah. letting people believe this stuff. He go, yeah, he searched like petite bitch gets rammed or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I got to legit wrap this up now. I thought um, he was into furry porn. Yeah. He like, he I don't even want to know what that is. He's he in the furry 30, porn. He looks at Rule 34 for Sonic Fox, but he writes like Sonic Cox, and then he tries to... Okay. <laughs> you don't. You legit don't know what a furry is? I don't want to know. I'm good. All right, you're, you're lost. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. 
You know, I'm missing out. Yeah, dude. All right, so are we going to do this uh, guest host and shit? Because I'm actually very curious. What? Because Brian Have said... It, each one of us do a host. Like, host an episode. I'm not doing it. Here we go, the party pooper. I'm, a, I'm not being a party pooper. I'm still going to participate. No, no, you have to host one. You have to host one. <laughs> I was joking, but like the longer I let that... He was joking, see? It's not a real thing. That's crazy, like, if my sentence ended there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's for a noble end my sentence but but the longer I let it marinate the more enjoyable I thought it would be it might be it might be it might be great content for like who knows how long or it might be a fucking train wreck where I'm just gonna end up posting it anyway <laughs> so I mean I'd be down I'd be down I just wouldn't be able to do it immediately after like I'd, I'd need some I can't probably need prep time. I just sit here and just say stupid shit unscripted, probably. But if we were to do it, it wouldn't be like, oh, this podcast. All right, next one, next week's you. I feel like we should have like maybe every other or like a two week prep time if that does happen. So not next week, but the week after the, the next episode. So episode eighty will be a guest. Yeah, I mean, if we're doing just us, I don't know. Randall, you're the one that chickened out two point like point three milliseconds after I said it, so you're in. <laughs> I'm just gonna participate. I'm not hosting. Yeah, Randall, you are the the, the poop worst. In Go the ahead, party dude. I am the worst. I've been told you've been the poop in the party, bro. That's what you're at. Trash, dude. <sighs> you go to Patreon.com/slash/ADLRPlays if you want to support this party pooper, <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> You can go oh, to ADL. I forgot. Yo, Brian, I'm just going to type, type titler, duh. <laughs> and then you can go to www.adlrplays.com for the Extra Life charity link where all the proceeds go to the Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children. Uh, hospital? Link to Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children. It's for the kids. Brandon, don't come at me with for the kids. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, I was thinking, because I, I, I need to put incentive, incentives and stuff for the Extra Life. And I, today I was um, listening to Nolan North, Troy Baker, and Amy Hennig on their because they they were replaying through Uncharted two. And I was like, what if I one of the things it's like an Uncharted marathon? I just play through all the Uncharted's back to back to back to back in one whole stream. I don't know how long that would take, but hey, you would be there for like forty eight to seventy two hours. Jesus. <laughs> Unless you run through it on easy and just beeline. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I would do. It's just easy, and then just gun gun hoe it. I mean, that's something to add. And if people want it, they'll donate to it. The guest host could be an incentive. Maybe if you put money behind it for a good cause, Randall, or fucking harden up, stiffen up that upper lip, dude, and just press on with the idea. You know. Wait, what? What are we talking about? Nudes. Yeah, man. <laughs> Wait, what is he talking about? If we made the uh, the guest hosting thing a incentive for extra life, like if they reach us, if I reach a certain amount on extra life, you do the guest host. Uh huh. That's a pretty cool idea. Guest host and or AMAs per person on here. We don't have. I don't think we have the that engagement list. We're just asking you. Yeah, we don't. I forgot that we have like Javi. We have Javier's, well, he, he, we have listeners like on the audio podcast, but none of them have engaged in any fan mail stuff or sent anything. 
So it says there's listeners, but. Mm. All right. All right. Just wrap this thing up. It's like eighth time. Uh, What are y'all doing this week? Kelsey. Since you, seriously, Path of Exile, the, probably, because that shit's still yeah, running. Like that's, it's that's still it. running as we speak right now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I would never. That's why Napalm's asleep. Yeah, Napalm's like, yo, what the fuck are you playing right now? There's no fan female option. <laughs> There's no fan. <laughs> what do you mean? When you go to the website, you scroll down, there's no fan mail? It should be. No, I think because it's fan mail. So he's saying there's no fan female. Oh, you, that wasn't a typo? I don't want to believe it is. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that joke went over me. So, Kelsey, you say you're not doing it? You're just grinding up Path of Eggland? Probably just grinding this. You know, I'm actually mm. having a lot of fun with this uh, build. With this league. And just going from there. Oh, Godspeed, Kelsey. Godspeed. You could probably, you know, on the one of those monitors while you're going through that league, just watch Homecoming. Watch what? Homecoming. I already watched Homecoming. Both All episodes right. were great. So, Brian, what are you doing this week? Catching a plane to Kelsey's house. Right? You can go freaking <laughs> dropkick him. That's funny. Oh, he can't afford that. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Then do you see the difference in our skin color? I can't get that. You can catch uh, an Uber. I don't have a Pokeball. So what I'm doing this week is, uh, I don't know, to be honest. I'll probably stream. I said that last week and both days I said I would. I just didn't feel like streaming. I know. I've been upset. I haven't had my stream in forever. This man knows the days I stream, if I do. On a Monday at like 4 in the afternoon, he asked me, where's the stream? <laughs> <laughs> Got me tired. Stream, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, if I feel like streaming, I don't know what I'll stream. Wednesday or Thursday will probably be the days. I don't know. Some I want. I'm. I don't know. Wednesday through Friday. I, what I think I'm going to start doing. I think I, I think he's last triggered time. for me saying that I've already watched Homecoming. <laughs> I think yeah, you I can't handle it. it. I still have the doc open. It still says Ultra. Wait, State did he watch it or he didn't watch it? He hasn't watched Homecoming. He watched some other thing that's like an anime show that has a two-part. It's, it's Teen Titans. Teen Titans Homecoming, oh. and that's a two-part episode thing. Uh, uh, I'll probably uh, do like stream Wednesday through Friday, maybe. And what I'll do is I'll do like half the stream. I'll probably just work on music. That way I can feel productive, and then the other half I'll play some shit. I don't know. Maybe a fighting and Maybe either... If I do that, one of the days will be control because I need to make more progress in that so I can finish it so I can move on to my long list of games I have to finish or start. Just um, keep in mind, Brian, I will always be the director. Thank you. I don't want to be the director. I want to be uh, the guy in the video. <laughs> you don't even know his name? Me. Your name is me? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, 8 p.m., Load up my stream. If you see it's live, then watch. If not, then you can do something else with your life. Wow, that's quite the... Is this on Twitch? Yeah, don't act like you watch me live. (laughs) 
I have before. <laughs> in fairness, he has shown up in my chat for 2.3 seconds. Randall, speaking of streaming, when can we catch you this week? Streaming? You can't. Did you make uh, your eyesight board or what? Huh? Did I what? Did you make your eyesight board? Very funny. Thank you. I've been here all week. Brian missed the joke, but I'm sure he doesn't give a shit. Uh, yes, I finished my vision board. Um, hold on, Randall. Can I can I excuse you real quick? Brian, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So I asked Randall if he <laughs> if he finished his eyesight board. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, you see, I knew it was good. All right, go ahead, Randall. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, what am I gonna do? I guess. Can you see it already? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so this is gonna be a bunch of vision and eyesight jokes. Anyway, I mean, you had to see that coming. Oh, mm. look at that! You see, we're out here today. They call us the Triforce. I finished oh. the. Uh, Vision board, so I would be pretty much working towards those goals. And, and one of them streaming, right? No, streaming is not on the vision oh, board. That's some, you don't see it? No, it's not on the vision board. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, on, it's on his hearing board, Anthony. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, let's, let's not blur the subject here, okay? Hmm. Go for it, man. So, um, yeah, just this week I'm just going to be working towards achieving those goals. Yeah. That's how you're doing this week? Keep your eye on the prize, Randall. Yeah. There's a lot. I have some very heavy hitters on there, so I have to, like, like really. Aaron Rodgers or? Uh, More like Jose Canseco. Oh, it's a curse word somewhere. That's pretty much it, man. Okay. Yeah, just making sure. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? Oh, me? Oh, you know. Let's see. Tomorrow, I'll go ahead and stream something. You know what I haven't streamed in a while? Control. Randall, don't act like I will will start that game over again. (laughs) I will gladly start that over again. You know what you haven't streamed in a while? What? Some Halo Reach. Yo, that's what I forgot to ask you earlier. When would you, would you be free tomorrow to do Halo Reach? Uh, Wednesdays usually aren't a good day. Cause okay. That's... that's fine. We can try next week. It's fine. Because Thursday, I'm not going to be able to stream. You're not okay. kicking nobody in the face this week? What? Oh, the crime uh, of God. You didn't, you didn't give us an update. Oh, so I, I have finally had my first... Um... This motherfucker waits two hours and ten minutes in, <laughs> and now we have something for him. See what happens when you play Path of Exile in the middle of a fucking episode? <laughs> to be Go. fair, this is the first time I've done this, and I was like, I, I was looking at the board, I was like, they're just going to be talking the whole time, and I'm just going to have to chime in whatever I can, because I really have nothing. Um, but go ahead. But sorry. yeah, so I had my first Muay Thai kickboxing class. Uh, our co- Our coach, teacher, whatever. Uh, his name is uh, Rafaelo Oliveira, I think is got, what it is. Got and he was, a, he was a professional, maybe he still is, a professional MMA fighter. Oh, shit. Um, 
and uh, he's had a couple of pretty big bouts, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, but it was a him, lot of take fun. Over his school. You what? <laughs> as soon as you beat him, you take over the school. <laughs> uh, he's a really cool guy. Um, the it was very different from Krav because it's a lot more like boxing where you, you have your arms up higher. Um, you're protecting yourself more with your body uh, you versus Krav. Okay. You what? You zone. Don't. Zone. <laughs> no, he doesn't zone. Only on Tuesday. Oh. oh. But I only go to the Thursday class. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he never zones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we worked on a couple of like just some basics, uh, throwing your basic like, you know, jab and and you know, full punch, um, a couple of different kicks, and uh, two grapple techniques. Okay. Uh, I mean, oh. it was a lot of fun. I'm definitely gonna continue going back. Um, I had Krav again. I was pretty sore afterwards for several days because uh, like. A lot of it is, uh, a lot of it was you're holding your your non-dominant arm up, and it's like it's up high, um, and uh, so I was like really sore up in the shoulder area Shoulders. and the traps, yep. mm -hmm. uh, and then from the punches and kicks and things, my biceps were actually really sore, and my hamstrings were really really sore, um, or the muscles around them anyway. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to go back. I had another Krav class yesterday, and it was um, – we did some of the same things that I did a week or two ago. And uh, uh, I'm actually not sore this time. I don't know if it's because I, you know, took the Advil quick enough or I'm just, like, getting used to that. Uh, but so far, so good. I, I didn't wake up, like, screaming in pain, you know, because I'm fat and out of shape. Which of the two do you prefer so far? Yeah, that's what my next question is gonna be. Um, I mean, I've right now it's Krav because I've took that for about two years. But I'm interested. <laughs> I'm more interested to get to get more experience in the Muay Thai kickboxing because it's it seems to deal with a lot more different styles. Jump-ins. Oh, okay, Brian. <laughs> kickboxing is oh. violent, man. That junk no. is super violent. <clears throat> What do you mean it's super violent? Um, all the when when you did sorry when you did Muay Thai, bare feet. Yes, yeah. Brian, it's right. bare feet. What is your issue? All martial arts are bare feet. I Most... about that one. <laughs> I mean, usually though, when you're like when you're sparring with somebody, you're not like you have a pad. It's not you just like going up against them. I don't want someone to step on my toes with their toes. Okay, Brian. The chances I... of that happening with, you know, are pretty low. The, the only time that. I think it would possibly happen is if you were, like we do in Krav, we do a, a warm-up is uh, shoulder taps, where you work on your your movement, your uh, your feet, and then, like, actually, like, trying to reach out and touch the person's shoulder. See, that's not so bad. What I meant by... um. Muay Thai being very violent is because most of their um their strikes are deadly. Like they're 
they're either designed to break something, like you use a lot of elbows and knees. Okay. So they like even their um their front kick is is considered a jab. So it's supposed to Jeez. be so it's supposed to be quick like a like a punch. Mm-hmm. It's like it's that junk is insane. I I did it when I was like younger, like when I was a preteen. Okay. But that junk is uh it sucks. Yeah, it's, so what I really like about it uh going to these is um Krav Krav is um is more of a defensive whereas Muay Thai is more attacking. Like it's it, Muay Thai is is it teaches you to protect yourself but it's focused on you like actually attacking the opponent the opponent whereas uh Krav most everything is they show you how to fight but it's all about being defensive like protecting yourself from like choke holds protecting yourself from you know multiple multiple attackers uh what to do to like if you're in like shit situations um so is it like similar to ju- jujitsu uh so it's... they they also teach um brazilian jujitsu at the at at the place and i've thought about doing that some too but that one looks like it's more about all grappling where it's, it's literally holds. just yeah it's all just being held getting out of holds getting out of you know <laughs> like if you're on the ground somebody's on top of you uh, either hitting you or choking you or whatever, uh, or if they like have you from the back. Um, we learned some of that stuff in uh, the Muay Thai class. Like we had duet. Sorry, I'm talking to myself. I remember the the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guy that that uh, Joe Rogan's friends with. That Are I, you that talking about one of the Gracies? No. Uh, fuck. You can keep talking, and then I'll chime in with what I remember his name. Um, so the, like, we learned two holds, um, in the Muay Thai class. One is if somebody comes up behind you and, like, you know, gets their arms around you, uh, how to break that and get out. And another one was, um, uh, if the, if you're, like, on your back and the attacker is physically on top of you, um, and they're, like, they have their hands on your chest or somewhere thereabouts, um, <clears throat> like, trying to hold you down or trying to you know, hurt you, how to break out of that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we learned a couple of grabs in Krav, like um, if you bring chokes and like a headlock, if they have, if they come at you from the front, like the Homer Simpson style or from the back, uh, if they shove you up against a wall. Um, it's definitely been a lot of fun. Like I'm super excited to continue going. Uh, I might try and go... I'm going to do Thursday and then I might try and do Saturday and see if I can work in three. And okay. if, depending on how sore I am from the uh, kickboxing class again. But, how long are the uh, classes? They're an hour. That's, that's perfect. That's like that. The, yeah, the usually person you I was have about... thinking of is uh, Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo? Yeah. Hmm. Um, the, usually you have about 10 minutes or so of warm up, you know, where you do like stretches or just you know getting moving so that you can warm your body up um and you can usually tell what what you're going to work on that day depending on what muscles they what warm-ups they have you do um you know if, if it's a lot of legs like squats or lunges or things they're you know obviously going to be doing a lot of kicks 
Um, if they have and you do like shoulder stuff, it's probably going to be punches um, or days that they just like basically have you run and do different things down the mat. Uh, it's usually probably going to be a full body where you're doing punches, kicks, grabs, whatever. The whole shebang. Um, yeah. And it really just kind of depends on who's there. Uh, when I used to go all the time, you know, when, when the group that like normally shows up for like every class, uh, if it's just them, they'll work on more advanced stuff or have, you know, a little, little bit more strict classes where you, you like, they show you different moves or different sets of moves from, uh, uh, from stuff that you've, they've already taught you. So it's different like instructors on different days. Yeah, so God. the the same guy that te- there's one guy that teaches Monday. There's a I think it's a woman that teaches Tuesdays, and she's more cardio heavy. Um, the guy on Monday does kind of just an all around because it's usually like when beginners come in. Um, I think they have a Wednesday class, but I don't really have any intention of going to it right now because of the way Shannon's schedule works. Uh, Thursdays they, is the advanced class for Krav. But I'm gonna just do the mo- the kickboxing, um, and then kickboxing also happens after after Krav on Monday, Tuesday, and Friday, I think. And so if you know, as I get more into it, I might start doing <clears throat> double days where I'll go, you know, don't do Krav and then do Muay Thai, uh, if I can. Okay. How big are the classes? They vary. I mean, it really just depends on who gets out there. Uh, we've had some of the some of the BJJ classes are um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is okay. Uh, BJJ. Like, okay, you Sorry. hit me with that, and I'm like, oh, the what? <laughs> um, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes they have quite a few. I mean, they've probably got thirty to forty people at this point. I mean, it started out pretty small. Krav was the really big thing, and then a lot of people have moved over to... A lot of people that have been doing Krav for a while go over to, to BJJ because it's it offers a little bit more, you know, physical contact where you're, like, in a situation that somebody's, you know, grappling with you. Um, like with holds and stuff, or...? Yeah. I mean, uh, most of it, you have to... Uh, I think you have to purchase your own gi, uh, for certain classes, there are a couple that I think there's like one day a week that they do it without a gi, and then everything every other time you have to bring your own gi, uh, which is the the outfit. In case you didn't know, yeah, for those um, who don't know, who aren't Dragon Balls fighters. <laughs> so where are you Trying to think. And they offer this... a bunch of other stuff too. There's like a bag class, like a fitness bag class. It's like. 45 minutes of uh, high-intensity cardio. Uh, they also have a gym, like a weightlifting section. And what I used to do is I used to go and lift, and then I would do uh, Krav. Um, and the the guy that runs the weightlifting section, his name is Will, and he used to he's a professional um, powerlifter. Okay. At, or he was until he threw out his shoulder. And so now he just offers, you know, you can you can sign up separately with him because he's kind of his own company um, and go take classes with him. And so I was powerlifting with him and his crew for about two years and then taking Krav as well. And so I was in like the best fucking shape of my life. <laughs> uh-huh. 
you know, and then my whole schedule switched. And well, part of it was that my schedule switched, and then part of it was they started switching their schedule. Mm-hmm. And so it used to be I would I would work at MUSC, which is downtown, and then on the way home I would leave at five, and on the way home I would catch the Krav class at five thirty, and then uh you know be off at six, and go home, shower, eat, do whatever I wanted. And then they were like, well, we're going to move the Krav class uh, to 6.30. And so I was like, okay. So then I started going downtown. <clears throat> or I would go to work, come come at 5.30 to the gym, lift, and then do Krav, and then go home and, you know, and shower, whatever. eat, and yeah. whatever. You know, and, and it was like a great routine. And then something changed, and my routine changed, and so I couldn't get off to go lift. And so I would end up having to just, like, go home, and then I would be there for, like, 45 minutes or so uh trying to like just relax and then have to go back to the place and then it was just like i it's not worth it it's once it's that once you hit home thing you're like do i want to leave again yeah the next time we see this dude he is going to be jason Bourne. We laugh, but what if like one day he, I, I hit the the video call and it's Matt Damon that picks up and he's like, "Hey, man," <laughs> I'd probably cry immediately. It won't be on stream because I usually voice check and and video check before we go lot like they show our faces. But it, we're gonna start the episode and my eyes are red. <laughs> What's it? You're right. Yeah, I just <laughs> <It's> Jason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not funny, right? What is funny is that we are at two and a half hours of just BS in here, so let's end it for real. All right. Yeah, I already gave you all the links. You know everyone's what everyone's doing. Kelsey let us know literally at the last second what he was doing this week. <laughs> and that's about it for episode seventy eight of the ADLR podcast. We've been your uh cast and crew. Randall in the back, Brian top right here mm-hmm. and Kelsey under the bottom left sup why'd you say sup we're leaving <laughs> well, what's up <laughs> who's joining in at two at, they just load up the podcast and go let me see what's at 225 sup dude oh my god alright that's it guys thank you guys for watching listening or both I'll see you guys next week <laughs> Oh wait! Before we do that, Brian in his mind's like, "This is how this is gonna end." No. <laughs> uh, so we're not doing the guessing next week, and then the week after. Oh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Because Randall already yeah. just party What's the guest way thing? out of there. Oh, when you talking about when you guys are hosting? Yeah, the cool oh. thing we all thought we were gonna do together as a goddamn good crew of people Cocoon? on this podcast. But nah, I guess we're just gonna pussy out in one fucking oh, second. Lord. Jesus. Sounds about right. Ooh. So do you guys wanna do it or scrap it or put it as an incentive or what? Real quick before we end the episode so the listeners know what's about to happen. I don't fucking know. Oh my god. It was literally said like two day, like a couple hours ago. I haven't put that much uh, thought into it. That you only need two, like thirty seconds. I'm a bank you won't make. It has nothing to do with my question. All right, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>